cigarettes. Now make sure they're light because she's pregnant. I'm going to go smoke some pipe tobacco and when I come back out here I'm going to punch you <laughs> over a slight misunderstanding. They knew there'd be unpleasant consequences from society. And now there's not. So now we're fucked and now everything's falling apart. Yay! Nothing bad's going to happen if we do this. 9-11 has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is, is that then the boomers let you overcorrect so far the other way. You know, where it's like, yeah, I don't care. Cut your dick off. And you're like, whoa! Hey, hold on! The women of this family seem to feel that they owe it to the men of the family to look relaxed, rested, and attractive at dinner time. Doesn't that sound exciting to you? Saving Western civilization one childish dick joke at a time. Here they are, your new heroes of the Imperium, Mersh and Royce Lopez. Well, hello there, ladies and gents. It's uh, Revenge of the Sis. It's thirsty. Yay. And uh, we're all here. We're happy. Well, we're not all here. It's just me and Royce. And we're not all we happy. Have no produce- we have, yeah, we're not happy. We have no producers either. And, uh, you know. Yeah. It is what it is, I guess. Hi. Yeah, that, we don't know where Virgie is. We have no fucking clue. Yeah, I don't know. What is we're in the Discord. He's not there. We have no fucking clue. No idea. It's fine. You think you could just have a kid and then be like, oh, yeah. shirk your responsibility. No, hey, look, man. It's okay if you have a kid and you can't make it, but you know what you do? Hey, man, I can't make it today. Oh, well, yeah, no, but, you know, mm-hmm. nobody cares. Right. Uh, as people are asking, a lot of people are asking me. Hey, guys, a lot of people are asking me. A lot of people uh, a lot of people have been asking me. Hey, guys, what do you think? Drop your comments um, down below. Thanks. People were going like, hey, who's on the thumbnail? Who's 
really people don't know who's on the thumbnail. Oh, PSYOP girl? Yes. It, this, it's, See, the reason you don't recognize her is because she's not the girl from the plane. I mean, but still Smash, right? Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? Holy yeah. shit, yeah. But she's yeah. not. It's a PSYOP. Hey, it's propaganda. I don't know, Mersh. I think I could fix her. Yeah? Yeah. I think I can. So this <sighs> is it, huh? We're just, this is just. And I'll tell you this. Hopefully she doesn't sue me. But she is a dirty whore in bed. I'll explain how I know. The shoes? That's one of the reasons. The rings. The thumb ring. Yep. That's how you could tell. Uh, That's how you could tell. Well, I mean, she's also dressed in all fucking leather. I mean, for fuck's sake. It just uh, screams yeah. whore. Yeah, yeah, she is. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, she is. If you're adorned in head to toe in leather, one of two things. You're either a hot chick who's a whore. Yeah. Or you're a socially awkward neckbeard who's going to shoot up a school. Okay. You're too Oh, that or you're like a biker rest pro wrestler, and that's your gimmick. Rather than those three. Mm-hmm. Mm, sorry. Yeah, and in the chat says thumb ring means anal. Ooh, so, nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's not, I don't even think it's the same chick, to be honest. I don't. I don't believe it. She doesn't look the same. I mean, she might not be. I, I don't really know. I don't believe anything anymore, Bear, to be honest with you. Like, you know, right now you have... Okay, look at all of the fucking faces on this freeze frame. There you go. This is hilarious. Dude, it, Royce is really good at freeze frames, but every like every once in a while, it's not even him. He just pulls a video up, and they said, we'll start right on this. This is a first frame. This is zero this, seconds. This, this is the first frame. And they frame. don't make thumbnails for that channel, so this is the thumbnail, too. Yeah. So, um, uh, the, uh. <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're funding Israel to have a war, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we are going to have a national strategy to counter Islamophobia. Well, we have to, because we're funding that war where all the, uh, Muslims are getting murdered and their babies. This really starting to feel like 9-11 again, bro. This is really fun. This is starting to feel like 9-11. Nah, nah, I'll be honest with you. This doesn't feel like 9-11, and I'll tell you why. 9-11 was lit. 9-11 was awesome for our economy. That's true. Okay? This, now we're just broke and going to war. Back then, we got hit by the planes, and it was like, yeah, that was that fucking, like, three, four months where the economy was wrecked. But then we... Raytheon, fire up the jets, baby. We're going to the Middle East. We're getting oil, baby. And then our fucking, dude, our stock market tripled. I wouldn't even care if we were playing like Team America World Police still. (laughs) If the fuck, if my brokerage account was not at 35% of value of what it was when Trump was president. Yeah. So, you know, it's like not even, I'm not even one of these like moral fags. It's like, hey, no wars, man. Like. But I like the wars where we used to economically win, at least. Jesus Christ. Uh, my leg hurts says they're trying old magic, but it might not work. That is what they're doing. They're trying an old trick, but it's not going to work anymore. George Bush gave us shopping oh. days, Lucas says. The, and that's yeah. true. We, remember, remember they go, you know what? Just take Friday off. We're giving you a tax rebate check. Go out, go shopping. They're like, no, oh, nice. Go out, get something nice for yourself while we're killing all these Muslims. You're like, all right, hey, nice. Thanks. Remember that? Remember when the government would go, hey, we're murdering all these Iraqi babies? Go out and get some nice for yourself. Mm-hmm. Go take the missus out there. Nice, yeah. A nice fucking dinner. And you're like, oh, oh, you know, still not happy about the war, but Stimulate hey. Stimulate the right. economy, baby. Yeah, but at least we're like, hey, I'm not, I'm still keeping an eye on you, Bush, but cool, man. Thanks for the check. But, but it's because, you know what? He's right. Because when they first did this in 2001, this similar kind of playbook, 
where you do a, you do a, you know some sort of tragedy and then you fucking push a war and all that stuff. Wash, rinse, repeat. The internet the cameras weren't on phones back then. If you want, if the only war footage you got was from reporters that were out there, and then they played it on the news, and then maybe a video would show up somewhere online of a beheading on Ogrish. But that was like pretty much your entire thing. The problem is you can't have a president come out now say he wants to counter Islamophobia uh, and anti-Semitism, which is what he tries to do both, while at the same time showing us videos of war we're funding with dead Israeli and Palestinian babies. Mm -hmm. See, you can't be you, you're going to come at us and be like, hey, none of those 9-11 terrorist jokes about Muslims. We're saying jokes. You're murdering them with our money. You are way worse than anything that we do. Like, for instance, like, I personally, right, I have made some awful jokes. Mm -hmm. I have said some terrible things in the name of humor. But I've never... I've heard your stand-up album. Yeah, exactly. It was awful. I, however, have never killed a baby. No. You know, and I just, it's not really... I mean, not and, on purpose. And I'll tell you this. If I did set off an explosive and killed a baby, I'd feel terrible about it. Yeah. I would be very apologetic. And and that's and that's what it is. It's like it's you're you're now going to they. This is what they always do. Like with the COVID, with everything, if you follow what they do, it's it's a very similar pattern. They do something horrific, and then give you a ticket for jaywalking. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wait a second, you spread a virus. You fucking made kids go crazy with masks, and they couldn't go to school. But you got thrown in jail for having a house party. And they do the same thing now. They do all this shit, but then they fucking go, we're going to dox every kid to pull the fucking wanted poster down. Like it's the goddamn Wild West. Why do we still have paper posters in universities? How does that help? Well, I have a theory. I have a theory, and someone brought it up to me. Here's my theory, okay? My theory is this with those goddamn posters. Very simple. It is another PSYOP neocons are having people put those posters up that way they get pulled down that way they can go like look at the anti-semitism we have to go to war with israel it's fucking propaganda it doesn't matter if you agree with israel if you agree with hamas if you want to tell them which is where i'm at both of them to fuck themselves i don't care which which thing you are learn from 9-11 those wanted posters or missing children posters are fucking war propaganda i miss the playing cards can we bring back the playing cards yeah That'd be good. Those were fun. And Desert Storm tops cards. Yeah, those were tight. Those were good. Well, I, those I were have a good. Norman Schwartzkopf rookie card. Yeah, I, I, exactly. For, for us, mommy, the way they rolled it out, like somebody, somebody earlier in the chat before we live was saying, yeah, those posters are definitely a fucking propaganda. Like, there's so many, just like in my neighborhood. Like, explain to me why putting a bunch of fucking posters in Poughkeepsie High School is going to help find people that are lost in Israel. It's not. And that's what they'll never admit to you. Libs, fucking shit libs of TikTok over the fucking ADL dick sucker libs of TikTok and fucking Clown World and Ian Miles shit fuck and all these assholes online, which I am really sick of them. Because you are fucking prop war propaganda pieces, you fucking idiots. And you're doing it for cents on the dollars for Twitter money and mm -hmm. engagement. You phony fucks. I have an idea. Just, just a thought, though. I have an idea. What if we did the, um, the same thing, right? We put up posters of people that are missing. Mm. But instead, we put up posters of people who fled to Israel because they were suspected of pedophilia. Oh, I like that. And we put up a bunch of missing posters of these people and go like, I don't know, last seen in Brighton Beach. We but don't maybe have enough Israel. trees for the paper for that. <laughs> but, bro, could you imagine the yeah. shit storm oh, that yeah. would start? They call you anti-Semitic. 
Immediately. I don't know what. Well, I, look, I'm just looking for my friend Ira Goldstein. I, he, we used to play chess together at the park. He's been missing. I don't know what happened. He ran to Israel. Have you seen that some of these fucks have been putting razors on the posters? So there's videos of people tearing them down and getting their fingers like cut open and sliced open, which. Again, that's assault. It's it's so this isn't about the that's assault. But no, if one of you people, one of you fucking people that are putting these posters up in the United States, I'm not talking about in Israel where you might find them. I get it, right? The internet's out. You want to find these people. I'm not. A, I want to find missing people. But this is the same as you were sending Amber alerts because somebody was lost in in, in fucking in, in Israel. You started sending Amber alerts over here. What's uh, it for? I don't for? know. If a kid goes missing, I I don't think it would hurt to maybe flash that kid around in Israel. Yeah. Just, just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Statistically yeah. speaking. <laughs> but it's like it's it's a lot of bullshit. It's there's no none of you stupid fucking boomers or boomer tier fucking rock flag and eagle retards are realizing they're fucking with your brain. And there's another moment. The same thing. Mersh and I. By a lot of people that now are still fans of ours when we were talking about the COVID stuff and they were like, oh, I don't know, I'm really worried. Oh, the government, oh, it's just for two weeks. We're saying all that. I know you're fucking mad at us now. I know that you think that you fuck anti-Semite. I don't care what you fucking call us. This is war propaganda. Mm -hmm. This is fuck. They've been doing it forever. I don't care how scared you are of a flu, okay? I don't care if it's the Umbrella Corporation virus. I'm not giving the government more power. I still fear the government more than I fear the virus from Resident Evil. Let me ask you a question. If you know those rappers in Tampa, I'm sure you see they put the posters up on light poles all the time. It's like full oh, yeah, the white. They, they're always white paper, black bar writing. So if there was, if, if a rapper in Tampa was putting his posters up with razor blades behind them, right wingers would be going like, "This guy needs to be fucking arrested. That's public property. You just can't put litter on light posts, and people are getting hurt." But because why? Because it's your it's your ne your neocon war. You're another fucking neocon war. Did you see fucking? I'm sorry. I, I get lit up about this stuff because I think that. Glenn Beck video I saw today made me just want to vomit. The one I dropped in prep the other yes, day? Yes, this one, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it made me I dropped this in prep yesterday. I knew this was going to make you go nuts. It made me want to vomit. This one, I just laughed at this. I thought it was hilarious. I don't know why I was born. But there is something about, well, none of us do, bud. about the state of Israel <laughs> that connects deeply to me. Why? Well, it's bodyguards. I mean, but... We we know why, but I mean, like, from a from a normal human being perspective, why? Why would a guy that you know is from Burbank give a fuck what's going on in the Gaza Strip? This kind of shit drives me nuts. This fetishization, this oh, it's the Holy Land. Oh God, it's gravel. These people. You're not even from there. Why don't you go? You got enough money, Glenn. Why don't you go back to whatever hometown you came from and build a park or some shit or a children's hospital? You faggot. Sorry, I get mad. <laughs> to have the privilege to stand with the Jew? The Jew? My wife. Hey, Mike Rappaport said don't use that word. What do I care what some stupid wigger thinks? <laughs> Is a tremendous honor. I am not going to stand with the Jew because I don't want to catch shrapnel. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Don't need any of that in my life. <coughs> Maybe some people don't want to stand with the Jews and whether kids get molested. There's a lot of different reasons. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, maybe I don't want them going through my pockets. Yeah. Spiritually. So I want to read a letter that I wrote that I am sending to the... Is it to the Corinthians, you fucking retard? <laughs> to the Corinthians. <laughs> it's a 
That's a good reference. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fucking asshole. That's a good reference. State of Israel. <laughs> to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. They call him BB. They're Bibi's boys. BB, yeah. And the honorable official. Which really rhymes with what they're killing, which is babies. So it's actually perfect. Officials at the State of Israel. In this moment, I have chosen to ask you for citizenship in the state of Israel. First off, surprise he already doesn't have it. Can I start with that? Surprise he already doesn't have it. Why, why are there only... <laughs> listen, why do we only get two choices, right? It's either grovel and, and fetishize and bow and scrape and, and hold these people up on this pedestal that they are yeah. God's chosen and they are literally divine creatures and we're subhuman shit. Or be racist anti-Semite. Like you can't, There's no middle ground. You can't just go, yeah, okay, you're Jewish, dude. Fist bump. Cool, good for you, man. Yeah, you have a right to defend your homeland. Like, do whatever you want. Just leave me out of it. No, like, you fucking piece of shit. It's like, you have to go, please, I want to live in your... Mr. Beebe, please, I'll suck your dick. It's so fucking pathetic. I would rather die on my feet than fucking live on my knees like this. It's it's 100%. It's bullshit. And, and it's... You, you are, if somebody else were to ask for citizenship for any other country, you would call them a traitor. We're Americans. Why is with this country, how come the Israeli, Israeli lobby is the only lobby that doesn't have to register as foreign agents? That's weird, right? Every other country. Why them? Yeah, and why do they have to kill JFK over it? This whole thing, you know. Philomena Kung talked about it yesterday. The missiles, John fucking Kennedy. But John fucking Kennedy. <laughs> Um, but no, it's, it's, it's this crazy notion. Here's what it is with them. Glenn Beck falls in what I call the evangelical types of Christians. And what I mean is, well, Mormon, but yeah, okay. It's the same thing. Mm. It's, it's very simple. Mm. Let me explain mm. where they believe in their heart that land, like a piece of land Hold some sort of magical powers. It doesn't. If you're a Christian, right? If, if, if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you're a Christian, it doesn't matter what you live in the world, right? Jesus guaranteed salvation to every human being as long as you ask for it. It didn't say, but you get extra special salvation if you're in Israel. That's not how it works. The land is inconsequential. You know, Jesus like pretty much never sits to sat still. No, that dude was walking a lot. Yeah, he was all over the place. So, Hope he had New Balances. Uh, got that's some, or at least inserts. Something, because that's not easy. Those gel inserts yeah. that support the arch. Oh my God, seriously. Um, but so it, it's it's this, like you said, it fetishization of, of of a group of people. You why are you purposely? It's why a are fetish. you begging it's the only for other word for it? It's a fetish. Why are you begging for the citizenship of a country in the fucking Middle East? You're in America. Look, America has a lot of shitty stuff going on, but it's still fucking more rad than living in the Middle East. I'll tell you that. Well, depends on what part of America versus Sorry. the Middle East. I mean, I wouldn't want to live in San Francisco. Where he lives in Texas. Yeah. Where we is, live in Where Florida. we live in Florida. <laughs> it's cooler than fucking. We have a bunch of Jews, but without all the, you know, the, the booms and the yeah. paragliding. Well, we do have paragliding, but. But that's exactly someone in the I chat. I was actually about to stop and say, we have paragliding, but without guns. And then I was going to stop myself again and go, oh, no, probably in Florida, there's a place where you can paraglide with a gun. I guarantee you there is. 
or a place where the sheriff, the town's so small, the sheriff doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He probably right. the one that does it. Yeah. Do you All go right. paragliding and hog hunting at the same time? Now make sure to follow your instructions and uh, try not to shoot any Jews, all right, to say the Middle East. All right, good luck to you. I have nothing to offer but my voice of support. No, you, you should have just, just period at the end of that. Well, I mean, you have a lot of money. Yeah, you have money. I'm sure they'd like your money. And some might. You think you would get mad if we switch our mic filter screens to Clem back once? That would be really funny. But come up with Say a different version of like yeah. what GB stands for. Yeah. <laughs> My support might be more valuable as an independent. No, it meant good broadcasters. It's bro. good broadcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps they're correct. Why but did my you request the NF on it? Oh, good. Just, just show up just and walk just start in talking. whenever you feel yeah. like, bro. I've I've been here for a good minute. I've been waiting for a time to find. Yeah, you know when you weren't. You know when you weren't here on time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry, man. Let me guess, baby. Yeah, Don't dude. I'm so excuse. fucking tired. I wasn't an excuse. I'm so fucking no, Mars, tired. Mars, I was calling him a baby. Oh, that makes more sense. It's not about words. It is about deeds. Why, one might wonder, would I want to embrace a heritage and identity? That is so ruthlessly hunted down again and again. Oh, with this. Oh, with this. Just shove his cock down your throat, Glenn. Yeah, you're right. Because when I go to Boca Raton, all the fucking Jews are shaking in their boots. Mm -hmm. They're so terrified. You know what they're actually doing? Eating half a steak, saying it wasn't cooked right at Ruth Chris. That way they don't have to pay and for they're it. They're not paying for it. <laughs> Real story, by the way. Not is, even a joke. Is this just... It? We are reaching the point where I'm like... It, for years, I said, as everyone lost their fucking minds, and now, now they're getting very successful to where I'm starting to have days where I'm like, "Am I just losing my fucking mind?" Yeah, I feel the same. Is it way. me? Am I just fucking crazy? I feel because this a lot. many people can't be wrong, right? Maybe I'm fucking insane. And turns out, Mersh, this many people can be wrong. <sighs> Apparently, yet it is precisely during such moments that we must choose to stand. You are allowed, let me tell you something. I am 100% for you asking for Israeli citizenship, Glenn, Glennifer. I'm 100% fine with you asking for it. One condition. You have to renounce your American citizenship and all your business holdings in the United States of America. I want them to film the new RoboCop in your place again. Yeah. Because you don't get both. You still have so many old props and stuff. You can't get both. You don't get to do both. Both of them. You don't get both of them. What, are you a congressman? <laughs> to stand. I anticipate no privileges or exemption from the state of Israel. Okay, is mandatory service? Yeah, you're gonna. Because I feel like no matter your age, you should be mandatory. You should do that. You, should do yeah, that you three gotta years. do it. Shit, even that hot bitch I used to fucking date Miami. Even she had to be in the army for two years. So mm -hmm. way it goes. I instead yearn to align myself with those willing to rise, to fight, and you're sacrifice fight? for the fundamental right. To live. You're going to fight? You're going to sacrifice, Glenn? I don't think the words fight or sacrifice have been in your fucking vocabulary for at least 20 years. What, you're going to fight in what way? You have, you not only have one bulletproof Escalade, you have an escape Escalade in the back that's guarded by former Mossad agents. It just, it, it just hit me, it just hit me too. He destroyed, this man personally destroyed Andrew Bart Breitbart's life. Yeah. And it, this is legit... Some fucking, uh, uh, what was that movie where the guy tries to like replace the dude? Uh, the talented Mr. Ripley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like some fuck. He really wants to be Breitbart. He had Breitbart marked 20 years ago, and he's like, I'm going to kill the, I'm going to ruin this fat fuck, and he's going to go on a self destructive rampage and die. And then I can wear his skin in Israel. 
Is this not what both Israel and America embody? In closing, my desire for dual citizenship ah, does not there stem... It is. Dual. You, you shouldn't be allowed! Dual. I don't want to give up any of the good stuff here, but I kind of want to, you know, vote. I just want the tax breaks. ...from any expectation of gain, but from a deep-rooted belief in standing with what is right and true. Why Ten can't years we just ago. abolish dual citizenship? Explain to me, in a political manner, why Israel is entitled to that land without bringing up the Bible. Or, or any, any religious doctrine. Because you're not allowed to do that for anything else, right? In the modern day, you're not allowed to use anybody's religion no. to, to justify taking somebody's land, right? Or taking somebody, whatever. So if you could explain to me why they are, why they are entitled to it and why somebody else isn't. Right? Because if that's the case, Glenn, then <clears throat> shouldn't we be giving the Native Americans America back? I mean, it's the same thing, is it not? Yeah, this is their spiritual this land. This is their where spiritual they dance land. around to the moon gods or whatever the fuck. Right, and now they have alcoholism, beer, fucking beats, and the only good news is that they're, we're getting table games in Florida now, which is kind of cool. And in-person sports betting at six casinos in Florida. Believe that. Based. Yep. Yeah, I just do my sports betting at home. It's so mm -hmm. much easier. Yeah. But table games is good. Although BetMGM won't operate in the state because of the laws, so now I'm hoping that that law will help. Hopefully, cause, yeah. Because I got to use mm. a VPN. They also have nice jean jackets. They're bringing up in the chat. They, uh, uh, Indians do. Canadian. So I took my children to Israel for that the first time. That in the 60s Hollywoods to be to be believed. Eight I mean, the ago. Indians and the Jews are basically the same people. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, I took my children to Israel for the first time. Why, did they get a deal at Nickelodeon? <laughs> but we first visited Auschwitz in Poland. Wow, that sounds like a great summer vacation, Pop! <laughs> hey, my friends are going to Disney World. Where are you taking us, Dad? A concentration camp. Taking you to Auschwitz. <laughs> The fucking land of magic and make-believe. Well, there's no line at that Ferris wheel, at least. <laughs> Did you imagine walking your kids around the gift shop at Auschwitz? <laughs> all right, kids, you all get to pick out one thing. <sighs> I want the Auschwitz Mickey ears. That's what why I'm getting. It, why does Auschwitz sell, like, pins with, like, shredded $100 bills in it? What's up with this? <laughs> this is fucking weird. I'm getting the Anne Frank Memorial ballpoint pens that they sell yeah, there. I'm very excited dope. for those. Why does this journal only have half the pages? And in why it? is it the other half just pornography? <laughs> <laughs> they do. You know those sick fucks probably have Anne Frank after dark where they put where they where they sell the redacted papers from That's the diary <laughs> that nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> That's Every corner of the page of Anne Frick's diary is wilted. It's not. I'm telling you. Sorry, Glenn. What were you saying? I told them you cannot understand Israel without the Bible or Auschwitz. Well, yeah, because you can't understand Israel until you understand the people that helped create Zionism. And killed just the Nazis. And killed Jesus. That's the Bible part. It's literally, you're right, right? But that's so correct. You can't, until you know about the Holocaust, you won't know how Israel exists, which it exists because that's where everybody went after the Holocaust. We said, you get your own land now. You know what bothers me, too, is that, like, you go, you, these same people 
if 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 I if if you if Marsh, if tomorrow you made that same statement, but about Ukraine. That you know that you want to stand with you want you're asking for Ukrainians. Glenn Beck would be making fun of you. All these guys would be making fun of you, going like, "Oh, really? Ukraine? Like, yeah, I need your money." It's their divine right it's, to those lands, right? So, I'm really fucking sick of us being able to fucking dunk on Ukraine and that midget faggot, uh, fucking Zelensky, and everyone's like rah 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 rah. But the moment you start doing the same, criticizing Israel the same exact way as we criticize any other foreign country that we're giving money to, that's doing war crimes. The moment you do that, then it's the right will fucking build, ironically, the only wall they've ever built in this country to block you from being able to do it. So honestly, I don't care. And by the way, 80 billion for an Iron Dome, huh? Why did it work? Did you saw they fucking bombed a, a refugee camp today and they just admit it? They admit it. They admit it. Yeah, here, look. Let me let me just show you the arrogance that we're dealing with. No, no, no. That's that's a terrorist camp. Right. I remember hearing that from Ben Shapiro. Mm, yeah. Oh, all brisket, these terrorist baby. camps are like right underneath where all the civilians are. Yeah. This morning, Gaza's largest refugee camp now leveled and many lives lost after an Israeli <coughs> air assault. Good guys. This doctor saying there are injured everywhere. Wait, 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 Nick? wait, wait, wait. How do I know these guys are doctors? They're not dancing on TikTok. Mm, you're right. Many working. Oh, that's because Israel cut off their internet. <laughs> <coughs> hastily to rescue survivors, including children from the rubble. Oh, those must be children terrorists. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. a little hey, arm right there. Bro, did you hear the, the Israeli, uh, one of these fucking officials, literally showed a picture of, like, dead babies in Gaza and was like, well, you know, they're ticking time bombs anyway. He called yeah. Them, he, called dead, he called dead Palestinian babies ticking time bombs. Bro. BC. That's like, like, when we reached that level, and, and like, and meanwhile, again, the Merch account on Twitter got nuked because I made a joke about Cassandra yeah. Fairbanks. But, I mean, there is just people openly calling for absolute genocide of babies. And I'm like, oh, they're allowed. They're allowed to be around, though. Cool. News hey, determining hey Mersh, the I'm sorry. They voted for Hamas. And if there's anything we know, elections. Cause craters mm. consistent with bombs dropped from an aircraft. Nah, those the look Israel like Hamas rockets. They usually leave a crater that they big. They do. They actually do. Defense forces confirming it carried out the strikes and that it killed a top Hamas leader and other militants. Hamas the rockets IDF. are literally hobby rockets. They have to cut <laughs> the parachute off of them for them to work right. Yeah, we built Hamas rockets when we were in fucking high school. Just like for fun, you know what I mean? <laughs> with, with PVC pipe and fucking... <laughs> we all did that kind of Yeah, shit. I made a potato gun before. I mean, yeah, it's pretty much all it is. Pretty easy. I like how they just went, too. Yeah, we leveled a refugee camp, killed a bunch of kids, but we didn't one Hamas leader. So I Turns mean, out I, he got away. Militants, the IDF, no, accusing... Out, no, he didn't get away. He was one of the babies. Oh, that makes sense. He was sense. the head of Hamas's baby unit. Oh, Hamas Jr., yeah. They identified him by his pacifier. Militants, <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, the IDF accusing Hamas of using civilians as human shields. Okay, but are you? I just said today. Are you going by the by the by the speed rule of dealing with hostages, where you shoot them, you just shoot the hostage? Well, no, they do. They have that's that's mm -hmm. their policy. They have a policy. I forget what it's called, but. The, their official policy is it's it, like it's better to kill an Israeli like a, a Jewish hostage than to let them be used as a bargaining chip. Like that's their legitimate 
Like even with their own people. Like the, the, you heard about the shelling and shit this yeah. weekend. Remember Tim Tim Pool freaked out because the guy was on his show and he's like, "Yeah, Israel was shelling an Israeli settlement." Yep. Because the Moss had hostages there, and he's like, well, "I don't want to. Let's not say. I, I you can't verify that." And he's like, "No, it's verified. It's it's on the news. You can pull it yeah. up right now." But yeah, they kill their own people. They don't give a fuck, dude. But yeah, ABC's it's weird, Ian. but they keep going. Whoa, you have a human shield, and it's like, okay, right? But let's say I have a gun drawn, right? And Royce has a knife drawn, and I have my gun pulled on him, and Royce pulls a human hostage in front of him, right? I'm gonna probably hesitate and try to figure out a better plan. Israel's like, oh, I'm just gonna burn this whole building down. See, but then I wouldn't just shoot the puppet. Like it makes no sense. <laughs> They're like, well, you're using human shields. All right, well then don't bomb a whole welcome, refugee Jack village. Like, why can't you? If the Hamas leader, let's say he's hiding in this fucking village, right? He's not gonna stay there forever, right? So why don't you wait till he gets on the road like America does? And then, like, we did that a bunch of times when some motherfucking general or something, as soon as they drove away from, like, a like a real heavily populated area, we would blow that fucking highway to smithereens and take out a convoy. But you guys just don't wait. The guy goes into a fucking bodega to get a pack of smokes, and you're like, just level the whole city. We got him. You think they smoke, you think they smoke camels there? God. No, they smoke, they smoke Newports because we're not allowed to have menthols in America anymore. They got all our old menthols. Hear me out. Have we tried other ways instead of bombing? Have we tried maybe like torturing Hamas and making them read ice? Whoa, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Shit, drop them like leaflets. Should we make them read <laughs> what, what is this? This man, he does not have good grasp of English. What's your favorite part of Isom? <laughs> maybe Hamas will pull up panel if, pressing an IDF official it's like on Israel, like they deal with school shooters by pumping the school full of fentanyl. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Never forget that Eric July compared what he's going through to this conflict. Yep. He's Same like, thing. Yeah, man. It's like, you know, you could compare it to like, I'm going through something similar. You know what I mean? Like, I got a fat dude sticking stickers on my building. Mm. So that's pretty much like the same thing. It's a Holocaust, basically. So then I threatened to kill him with a firearm for that putting a sense. sticker on the building. So I guess in this case, I would be Israeli. And he would be Hamas in that. Yeah. Uh, uh, he did a thing, and then I completely overreacted, and I was going to kill multiple innocent people. <laughs> Maybe it is Why similar, Eric. I didn't, you know, now that I think about it that way. Balia camp was targeted. There were uh, secondary explosions and that the subterranean infrastructure also exploded or imploded as a result of... That was of the sewer the... system. You was... guys blew up the sewer system. I was going to say, or the gas lines or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, like, well, no, that second explosion, that was the terrorists. Like, no, that was natural gas. Some kind of secondary explosion. And, really by the way, by the way and, and the only way to prove that they killed the dude they said they killed is to take their word on it, too. Mm -hmm. You have to take their word and uh, that there are quite a lot of casualties in the area, uh, presumably... Civ civ civilian, sorry, sorry to interrupt, civilian casualties. Uh, at this stage, I, I can't confirm that. I, I no, I cannot. I, all, all the thousands of babies, I cannot confirm if they are civilians. There's, there's casualties. There is no oh, evidence that those babies were not members of Hamas or Hezbollah. Israel also bombing southern Gaza. Can't confirm they were civilians. I cannot confirm at its time if they are civilians. If you're saying you only killed one person, but there were other casualties, what are the other people? Mm -hmm. Listen, if I if I found an apartment building right and it was half filled with terrorists, right, which is way higher than 
the, the odds of Gaza, like if you blow up an apartment building in Gaza. But let's say there's a building. Let's say it's 75% terrorists living in an apartment building, right? And I blow up the whole apartment building. I can't be like, yeah, no, there were no civilians. They were fine. There's still the 25% that lived in the building. You notice a shift, though? Have, I, have, have, you, have you noticed a shift even since we've started doing the show where the blind Israel support and calling you anti-Semite and trying to cancel you? Like, that's not working as much anymore. It's not. Most people, and not people, not the, look, here's the thing. I'm not saying a bunch of people have just been fucking alt-riders and want to expel Jews. I'm not saying that. But I think the Ukraine thing that they did made a lot of people that maybe before would have been like, yeah, you know, Israel's our ally. But after Ukraine and all that, a lot of people soured on that. And then it's a really bad time to do this Israel thing because people are already like, who now? I just let this, I let this homeless guy live with me. Another one? I don't give a fuck what, how good friends you are with him, Steve. He doesn't get to live here. It's, it's getting a little And, and that's what's happening. A lot of people are like, okay, I get it, but, but well, like. Well, not only that, but you have Ukraine and you had COVID. And you'd had, you've had seven years of Jonathan Greenblatt on TV accusing everybody who wrote a spicy super chat uh, of, and, and suggesting they should have their bank accounts frozen. So, yeah, after a couple of years of that, everybody's like, you know what, man, go figure this shit out on your own. Near the Rafah crossing into Egypt, which opened today with priority for injured Palestinians, the U.S. hoping the same applies to Americans. Roughly 1,000 people uh, who are stuck in Gaza. On Capitol Hill, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and Secretary of State Antony Blinken urging lawmakers to approve defense aid for Israel amid several interruptions from anti-war protesters. Nearly a month. Remember, anti-war protesters were stuff. We were fine with them when they were protesting Ukraine. We're just not okay with them when they're protesting this one. Well, no, because this, this is gross. Yeah, this is gross. Israel-Hamas war, FBI Director Christopher Wray warning about the risk of attacks here at home. The ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. How? Oh, I know how. Because we're meddling. Yes. See. That's what we do best. Yeah. They weren't paragliding into fucking Wrigley Field. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, the people that live around there would have shot him before they landed. <laughs> well, no, is, it Rig is Wrigley Field Boston? No, Wrigley Field is sh Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah, he would have been dead. Mm -hmm. They would not have landed. They have Glock switches there. You wouldn't even be shot by anybody in the arena. You would no. have just been getting shot out of you the sky by people in here. the surrounding areas. Yeah. Uh, low fat Gabagool, Laura Loomer needs uh, broadcasting experience. She should team up with fellow uh, Arizonian MAGA par uh, Patriot YouTube veteran Razor Fist. I thought, She's not Dilly. I, I thought it was going to be Dilly. I thought it was going to be Dilly, too. I got excited. Uh, Dilly's a faggot. Uh, Chuck Norris, he's a faggot who blocks people, and he's a faggot who'll never fucking talk. He, 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 these people like like the Dillies and shit like that, they fucking really go hard on these other fucking boomer losers that are easy. But they never go after anybody that's even slightly smarter than oh, them. Oh, no, they, get, they panic. They panic because... The problem with we'll us pick is... On, they'll all just make fun of Jenna Ellis. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah, okay. Come pick yeah, on me. You own parking lots. <laughs> Fucking strokes. Bone. He reminds me of like... He's like the Lester Diamond of the of the political grift, yeah. right? You know? <laughs> hey, guys. My uh, my my wife does really terrible impressions. I just picture Dilly like, like Lester Diamond, like constantly conning people out of money and being like, now mm -hmm. listen, I want you to know, all right? I want you to be the first person to get your money back on this. <laughs> <Just constantly. laughs> 
Uh, Chuck Norris Gun Club, please remove cloth. Show me boob. Uh, Woke David Koresh, I watched a Twilight Zone movie. John Landis could have cut the scene where the well-dressed black man politely addressed Vic Morrow's racist comment. Those children did not have to die. Uh, the Pax Americana, how do we know Virgie wasn't the figment of our imagination this whole time like Fight Club? Because I don't have to pay figments. Uh, Semper Reloaded, if we're going to bring back... Well, no, I guess I do. We pay taxes. Uh, oh, <laughs> man, that is fun. That's really fuck. Fun. funny. <laughs> Money's worthless. We Semper pay for imaginary shit all the time. <laughs> Semper Reloaded. Like that wall we never got. If we're going to bring back war propaganda, can we bring back the frozen Asian cartoon of World War II? Yes. I want the old Looney Tunes racist caricature cartoon. We're at war. We're allowed to have racist Looney Tune cartoons. Go. You got to give us something. Okay? I want Asians with buck teeth. Nice. And I want on, shady man. merchants trying to knock down the fucking door of the three little pigs. Work with us here. Uh, the Fallen Waffle. Uh, I'm resisting a joke, but with the narrative, the Democrats are overtly making hating of Muslims great again. They are. Chuck Norris Gun Club, fucking Mersh. How will you never be? That you'll never be invited to the blaze. We've already been. Yeah, he just, we'll go back. We'll too. go again. Uh, on the John, the flyer stuff has been driving me nuts all week. Like fuck off. If you rich Republican assholes want to start apocalypse to bring Jesus back, go ahead. But just leave me the fuck out of it. Chuck Norris Gun Club. He uh, must be back on drugs. Uh, the Chuck Norris Gun Club. Does the ADL have tape of Glenn Beck saying the N word? Uh. Bradley says, great show so far, boys. At least better than Dave. Hey, better than Daywave. What? Daywave was really good. It was a good show. Jack Hat, yes, I finally got the puppet. Play Celebrate by Cool and the Gang. Stasher, anyone trying to keep five-ish from turning into 100 is just 100% anti-Semitic. <coughs> anyway, Amos uses babies as shields. But you're still killing the babies, right? You admit that you're doing that? Okay, good. Just making sure. Yeah, as long as it's the right babies. Yeah, as long as I it's the right babies. This is one of the funniest things to be on the face of the planet, though, with fucking the Hamas and the fucking shield things. Hamas knows that Israel will kill the babies. I don't think that you can use a shield that doesn't block bullets. That's it's true. not a shield if they'll just kill the babies, too. <laughs> it's not a shield. Yeah, Captain, was... Captain America had a shield. Shields, shields <laughs> will, deflect, will deflect projectiles. <laughs> They bomb Hamas every time they go into a school. Why do people still think that Hamas thinks schools are safe? That's actually, yeah, that is a really funny point. It's like they use schools and hospitals so that we won't bomb them. It's like, but you haven't not bombed schools and hospitals for Never so long. Never not once has Israel missed the opportunity to bomb a fucking school or a hospital. They, well just, they aren't shields! You're such, you're indiscriminately carpet bombing <laughs> Gaza to the point where they might as well just have a sleek brand new building that says Hamas HQ on it. Yeah, it really shows. Look, that looks like the Avengers Tower. <laughs> Has somebody has somebody done a has somebody should do a CW parody called like Hamas High where it looks like Dawson's Creek but there's, it's, it's just air so raids great. and there's bombs happening all the time around it. I'm down, but we have to date it. It has to feel like from our yeah, era. Yeah, that's it a film like early two like thousands, late nineties. Yeah, that's about yeah. six pence, none the richer oh, songs and stuff. That'd be so stuff. good. <laughs> that'd be so good. Oh fuck, the Dawson's Creek theme. That'd be so good. Oh, I don't Hamas win. High would be a fun. Hamas High would be fucking amazing. Are you hey, kidding? what's up today, Abdul? 
nothing much, bro. Just real nervous that, you know, ah, la, 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 I isn't going to go to the prom. And then it, it just ends <laughs> immediately with a bombing and they're all dead. Oh my Every God. episode is like, yeah, I don't know, man. I was hoping that the homecoming. Would... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next week Every... on Hamas High, and it's an all-new cast every week. <laughs> hey, does anyone know how to do a tourniquet out of a tie? <laughs> Next week on Hamas High, the girls get together and make a bake sale so they can rebuild infrastructure, while the boys dig through the rubble to find their high school football captain. <laughs> starring James, starring James Van Der Beek. What's wrong, Muhammad? <laughs> oh, I'm just bummed out. I lost 80 family members last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> I lost 80 family members last week, and two of them were my wives. <laughs> stay oh, after Dawson. Stay after. Stay, stay after Dawson's Creeks for wildest police chases. The <laughs> world's dumbest terrorists. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna have Hal Sparks on to make jokes about terrorists. Whoa, look at that guy! He blew himself up before he reached the checkpoint. What a dum dum! Oh fuck! Uh, it has to be a three fourth aspect ratio. Cut the grass says you have to cut it with the bars on the side. CRT TVs. We're doing straight to VHS. Hamas high. Let's go. God damn it! Hold on, I'll be right back. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, fucking Christ, that was funny. Um, uh, let's see. Semper Reloaded. So Israel's reasoning is the same as in uh, Gangbanger was in court for a drive-by and said, Your Honor, all those kids shouldn't have been there shielding the gang members we were trying to hit. <laughs> Camera Chris, wait. <laughs> okay. Am I blocked? The rival gangbangers are using children as human shields. Imagine if cops just started you shooting kids and be like, Look, we know gangbangers use kids as human shields. Yeah. I mean, I know I was shooting at some guys in the street, and one of my stray bullets went into a third-story apartment a block away and killed a nine-year-old, but that was a shield. They were using that baby as a shield. <laughs> uh, camera Chris says, uh, wait, am I blocked? Merce, Chuck Royce's settings. You're not. I'm reading. Chuck Norris Gun Club. Wait a second. Wasn't Merce on One Tree Hill? Goddamn right He could get us in with CW. Two apps. You get us in with CW. That'd be fucking great. C-dubs? Go yeah, down there. Is that still a thing? Do. Yes, yeah, CW's yeah. still around. Yes, yeah, CW's still around. That's that's where DC dumps her shitty TV shows. Nice. Um, one I liked Hill. it better. <clears throat> I liked it better when it was up and. Oh no, it's UPN, which was the black, which was black WB. Yeah, do me a <laughs> favor, bring back One Tree Hill, and then bring back beloved character A and R Rep Number Two. Oh. That, that guy that everyone loved. <laughs> that guy. They were. <laughs> Every time I talk about that show, that's all I can talk about. Everybody's always like, oh, yeah, there was Lucas, and then there was A&R rap number two. That guy was pretty <laughs> To be fair, he's been in more documentaries lately than anybody else on that show. Huh? Ayo, bra, bra. I'm famous. Not in uh, a good way. But, hey, no, but still. I, think it's it's, a, I, made, I got my monkey paw wish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> UPN did have DS9 and Voyager. UPN did have Voyager. Honestly, SmackDown into Voyager was one of the best nights of the week. Yeah. Thursday yeah. nights, you have fucking Monday night Smackdown, uh, Thursday night Smackdown, and then you had the fucking, uh, or oh, it was Friday, was it? No, it was Thursdays originally. Thursday, Thursday, night, Thursday Smackdown, night Smackdown. And then you fucking, you, <laughs> it would always go out with like, oh man, Kurt Angle's running out. Everybody's hitting each other with chairs. I will see you next week. And then it would cut out. And then it was like, do, 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 do. And you're like, yes, let's go, Voyager, baby. Bonus oh, hour. Oh, but it's a Tuvix episode. Uh, 
fucking Christ. That or like one of the episodes where like Tom Paris and Bellana are exploring their relationship. Look, and the like, hardest part about Daisy Bellana Torres is not the Klingon half, it's the Puerto Rican half. That's, that's the tough. Can one. you imagine half Klingon, half Puerto Rican? That has to be the worst woman that was ever made. That's like so the guy. Aggressive. That's like the guy that does fucking steroids, but does cocaine to cut At weight. At the same time, oh, yeah, Eddie, like, that's not great. Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> His name was Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> I, wor I worked with a guy in radio sales that used to do that, and the funny thing was, is he was not. He wasn't a druggie. He didn't drink. He wasn't really a party guy. He literally would just get cocaine because he was obsessed with having like the perfect leanness. Yeah. It was weird. No, some people do get into that shit. It's pretty wild. Like, he didn't do it all the time, but he was like, yeah, once a week when I go to do, like, my real cardio for the week, he's like, yeah, I do a little cocaine to cut. Like, what? Doing like, coke with your cardio is the worst idea. Well, this guy was, like, at the time, I think he was, like, 28, and he was in great shape. You Carl, can get away with it back then. Carl's Ryan Pitt Viper says, Janeway committed so many war crimes, they made her an admiral. That's actually That is true. That she is a did one a lot of fucking things that were not very uh, no. Starfleet-y. Yeah, no. No. That bitch would blow up a planet if they got she, if they fucked with her people. Fuck. That's why I liked her though. She was like one of my favorite captains. Yeah, sure. She was like, they did what to you? <laughs> she literally broke time travel rules to come back at the end and bring them back young. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fucking love her. Now at noon, breaking news. At least two students stabbed at a local high school. Now the hunt for a suspect. Hello and welcome to KCAL News at Noon and streaming on CBS News Los Angeles. <laughs> I, I'm Amy. But I thought if you made guns illegal, our kids would be safe. No, you said Johnson. To, well, we haven't made the knives illegal yet, have we, dummy? Idiot. We've got to make those illegal. And no. we do begin with that breaking news. Van Nuys High School is on lockdown while police search for whoever stabbed two students. Those students rushed to the hospital. All this happened just a little over an hour ago. Students and teachers are locked in their classrooms. I'm just kind of bummed. I'm going to miss the big game because I got stabbed with a box cutter at lunch. Anyway, what are you going to be doing for prom? Shut up, Tyrone. You're 21 and on the basketball team. Beat Bro, it. If I could be Janeway and break time travel rules, all I would do is go back in time to when I was like 15 and go, you don't know how fucking good you got it yeah. right now. Appreciate this now. And when that plane hits the first building, it's over. It's done. It's downhill from there, kid. It's done surrounding area kcal's jeff live every day like it's september 10th 2001 mm -hmm. new is live in van nuys where the search is underway frozen is that you hey jeff we had both fucking twin towers al roker was fat like the way it was supposed to be mm -hmm. and then we fuck with the space time continuum <sighs> live so every day like it's 9 10 2001 would be a great t-shirt yep. yes Mentioned that the school is on lockdown, so let me go ahead and step aside so you can get a look at what's happening right here. When we mention lockdown, technically what that means is that there is no in or out. Yeah, we know what a lockdown means. What the fuck did you think we thought it meant? Yeah, they did it to like the whole country for like two years. I want to know what he thinks. What, what does he think we think lockdown means? Oh, so the school's on a lockdown. It's not what you think. Uh, it just means that nobody can get in or out of the building. So they won't be passing out any silly string or noise clackers. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting cake. Everyone relax. <laughs> what? Not even cupcakes? <laughs> Campus, which is why you see a number of yellow tape here. And then in the background, you see law enforcement. And That'll well stop somebody from walking through it. We what kind of English is that? You'll see, you see a number of yellow tape here. These are fucking broadcasters. Are likely uh, administrators, and so yes, I like the Orville Pierre. The Orville, uh, oh no, I'm kidding. That's the Orville's right. really. It's good. actually. I've told Royce. I think it's Seth MacFarlane's best show. It's so good. It's his best. It's show. so good. 
Other side of our camera, we see a number of families standing out here. Look at that cop. Uh, hoping to reconnect. That cop's with, just like uh, Manny from Scarface. Yeah, what he the is. fuck is that about? Their students. Uh, we are told that Sky Cow is above, so let's go ahead and uh, kick up to Sky Cow so you can get a shot of uh, uh, the situation I don't right know. now. But maybe we, is there enough trees? Government shot here? Jesus Christ. Do see a young man uh, who is being walked to one of the LA school police uh, patrol cars with the uh, flashing <laughs> lights. Um, I guess he probably noticed our cameras and uh, that young man is a student on campus. He was placed on a stretcher and then taken out of one of the buildings here and then placed Dude, into Dude, the cops have given them no information. They're literally just describing what they see on the screen. Yeah, well, they, and they that's why you heard him even say, he goes, and that's why they're on the search for you know, whoever did this. Hey, should we check in really quick? On I, how, I bet he's black. Yeah, it's 88%. Van Nuys is like, it, someone said it has 88% minority enrollment. Since when? They just said it right now. I mean, I'm telling you, it sounds about right. Bro, Van Nuys used to not be a bad part of it. Yeah, neither was South Beach in Miami. And now it's all Urban Week all the no, time. No, but like, that's, that's, I mean, I'd say I agree with you about South Beach, but like Van Nuys used to be like, one of those white suburbs of California, like like California, man, like Van Nuys, dude. Holy shit, eighty eight percent. That happened. Uh, the only white suburbs in California are in Texas now. Yes. So, <laughs> just FYI, that's where they're at. If you're looking for them, and that's only because Florida's a further drive. That's yes. the only reason. And now to a subway assault in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Police are looking. Let's check on New York. I love checking on the Big Apple. Now to a subway assault in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Police are looking for the suspect who is wearing a Rick and Morty jacket and approached a 29-year-old man. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> yeah, but that's like Rick and Morty, not voiced by Justin Rowland, though. Yeah, that's true. Q train platform at the Church Avenue station and punched him Ty multiple Ty times. Tyrone, Ty Tyrone, Ty Ty Tyrone, you got it, you got it, you got to stab people in the subway, Tyrone, Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone, I, I, I Tyrone, need to push this guy off this platform, Tyrone. Come on here. Do it for me. Save oh, me. geez. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, Rick. I don't, I don't really think I want to stab anybody on the subway, Rick. In the face, the victim fell and hit his head against a train that was leaving the station. He's now in the hospital with bleeding in the brain. Jesus Christ. We got we to give him a brain bleed, Morty. Morty, we got we to gotta be... Fucking holy shit. You know, I literally, um, like, I used to, it's got to the point, right? Like, we're in Florida. We're fairly safe in Central Florida compared to the rest of the country. Mm. But, like, I just see enough scary hey, shit now. Like, I, when I used to carry my gun, like, in my car, I used to always, <laughs> like, just have it holstered in my bag. And now, lately, that thing's been getting taken out of the bag, left in the holster, but now the holster sits right in my cup holder when I drive, because, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. You watch enough of these videos over and over again, and you're like, I don't want an extra 10 seconds of Joe reach through my bag. I'm going to shoot you right away. Underhead, heading, you don't really know what's happening behind closed doors. A frightening example of that tonight in Queens. In an abandoned house in the community of Belrose, a big-time drug dealer secretly uh, in business and with an inventory of illegal drugs worth more than $10 million oh, on the somebody's and so dead. $10 million? Somebody is so dead behind this. Rent for this business? You might as well turn yeah. yourself in. Whoever this was, you go go turn yourself in right now. Because you're going to have to explain 10 million and missing guns I would drugs. start being a snitch. You're so dead. A dime. Here's Joe Torres. 
Yvonne Flores retreated to the comfort of her home after the mother of three shared the fears and anxieties of a dreadful reality. The Living in New York? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's Queens. Oh, yeah. That's where Spider-Man lives. The abandoned house, just two doors away, served as the home base for a major drug trafficker. Well, then it wasn't abandoned, was it? Terrible. It's terrible for me, for me, for my family. Oh, because it affects you horribly. How did this affect you in any way? That my son every day playing in the... Did something happen to him? Is the fentanyl in the grass? Upside. At her office this morning, Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz displayed just some of the confiscated drugs found in the two-story house on 88. There's a lot of itchy niggas in Queens right now. <laughs> All with a street value of more than $10 million. Yeah, you're so there fucking dead, bro. Whoever fucked this up is so fucking dead. Bro, inflation's fucking up drug prices, too. Yeah, for real. Kilos Bro, that's just already bagged out and ready to go. That's not even Fent the bricks. That's the fucking baggie. That's a lot of work went into this. Yeah. And cocaine. 1.5 million small and envelopes filled with a mixture of those drugs. Oh, good. A mixture. Oh, that's, so they were putting, they were fucking cutting the coke with Fent. Good. I'm glad they got the shit seized. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. If it was just coke, I'd maybe feel bad for you. But if you're one of those people that's mixing your fucking coke with you're a piece of shit. Also, I, I, I might do coke with Fenton in it if you're honest about it. But don't yeah. fucking bullshit me. <laughs> I I don't know how much I believe fucking the whole the 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 myth of fucking street level drug dealers putting Fent in their coke. Because this like, doesn't look like a street level drug dealer, bro. This is a big operation. This I mean, is, look at this. This is. This is street level, though. This is fucking. This is, this is at the street level, and this is somebody stomping on their shit. This right. is crazy, I, though. Like, ugh, this guy is I, so I just, dead. I just, man, I just don't. I don't believe it because the the fucking the amount of effort and shit that goes into like like cutting something with fentanyl, it's not exactly easy, and people die doing that shit all the fucking time. Dude, I heard a a little anecdote about a uh, apartment. That um, was getting drugs sent to it in Florida. And it was because I was talking to a buddy of mine about how, like, I know, like when I lived in my old apartment complex, the mailboxes were so fucking far away that you, I just didn't go get my mail a lot. Like, all my finances and shit, everything's online now. I don't really give a fuck. I go down there like one. But, like, the junk mail piles up and your mailbox just gets so stuffed that what eventually they'll do is they'll take all your mail away put it in a bag and they'll leave a vacant slip like passive aggressively yeah. in your box so that you'll go like, what the fuck? And uh, so there was a dude that apparently had two kilos of cocaine sent to him. And because he was not checking the box frequently enough, they put a vacant thing in there and they, they kicked the fucking package back because he wasn't getting his junk mail. He, he like, I guess when the kilos arrived, he hadn't been cleaning out his junk mail out of his box. There wasn't enough room. Well, he's an idiot. So then. they put a vacant thing in his thing. And then, yeah, so I was like, oh, that guy's fucking dead. <laughs> that guy, fuck, you fuck up a two kilo fucking thing because you didn't clean out a mailbox. You're so dead. You can't make mistakes in this. Not at this level of the business. Investigators also found I don't guns. understand that story because I get anxious when, like, I have an Amazon package delivery that yeah. day. <laughs> gun parts <laughs> and hundreds of rounds of ammunition. We can't even begin to calculate how many... How ugly you are? I know. It's yeah, really it's difficult. Rough. How many lives would have been cut short? How many lives would have been ruined? Ruined. ruined. These ruined. lethal narcotics and weapons hit the streets. The police investigation into what happened here started with a tip. 
A contractor hired after the recent sale of the property came to the home and went inside for a look. And what did he see? Gun parts, firearms, drugs. He immediately called 911. Oh, so he's dead There's now, two daycares too. within that neighborhood. So when we look at all these drugs and the guns and everything on the table, there's not a lot of lives that were... Russian New York is a weird mix, man. Yeah, it is. It's a weird... The accent's a weird mixed accent, right? Astoria, fucking yeah. Brighton Beach, just some weird motherfuckers. Everything on the hey, table... Yo, amigo. It's like fucking Buster from Arrested Development. It does. It's not a lot of lives that we could talk about that, that will be saved. Investigators captured video of Victor <coughs> Rodriguez entering the home holding coolers apparently filled with kilos of drugs. Last Friday, police... Okay, that guy's scary. It's mostly the eye. That, that guy's terrifying. <sighs> when you smoke a sativa, then an indica. <laughs> <laughs> so they captured Forrest Whitaker. Me. When you snort coke with fentanyl in it. Dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, that fucking maintenance man's probably dead meat, too. Warden Gordon's calling him Kano. Arrested the 43 year old on multiple drug and gun Cocaino. There it is. It's cocaino. <laughs> Charges. If convicted, he faces 25 years to life in prison. Damn, dude. That's pretty fucking bad. Us. Honestly, though, you're an idiot for not having, like, for putting shit in abandoned houses. I mean, that that is. That's stupid. Stupid. Most reckless move. Like, I used to know a guy that moved a lot of weight and he didn't keep it in at his house, but. He used to pay, like, he had, like, at least seven people on his payroll that he could stash shit at their houses because it was a lot easier and they weren't on anybody's radar. But right. it's like, you, if you get some people you can trust and pay them fairly, there are plenty of people that are like, yeah, put it under my sink, it's fine. Because it's like, if you're not selling out of their house, the cop's never going to come to your house. They'll never have probable right. cause. And then someday he'll come by and go, I need you to go into the sink and grab that for me. And then it's gone, and you get a couple hundred bucks. But if you're just, like, trying to, like, be cheap about it and go, I don't want to pay people or I don't trust people, I'll just put it in this abandoned house. You never know when that owner decides, you know what? We're finally going to get those floors redone. I want to yeah. Airbnb this out. <laughs> like, it just, again, if it's not your property... It only takes one day when the owner gets a wild hair up their ass and they're like, I'm finally going to replace that hot water heater. And they're going to walk in and find your 10 million in drugs and guns. Semper Loda, Janeway gave the board COVID-28 and genocided them. True. Oh, Jack, right. Jack Cat, Eastern Washington State and Northern Idaho is pretty safe too. But it sucks and you wouldn't like it here, especially if you're from California or the Portland, Seattle area. So stay the fuck out. Guys, head over to Merch Engine and buy our shirt. We didn't sell a lot of shirts last month and I'm really disappointed in you guys. We and guess nice what? Shirts. It's a cold. There's getting cool everywhere. It's getting cold everywhere. So get some more fucking hoodies. You're gonna need hoodies. Look at this. Look, look at the friend just says OG fucking hoodie that's sold out. Uh oh, it's sold out. Well, that's probably why they aren't buying them. Oh. Can we get more hoodies in the store? Thank you. Uh, Thanks, but the but the Bucky's one is up right now. The young Bucky's <coughs> hoodie you can get right now. So uh, go to merchengine.com. <laughs> yep. And uh, go to Revenge of the Sis and just buy it. The link's there in the chat. Thank you, Jim. Uh, tell me about locals. Uh, guys, I'm going to tell you about locals. Uh, <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> guys, that was you, see, you see that faggy-looking red button under the video? It says join. It's not an orgy button, all right? It's a fucking way to support. <laughs> I have to unclick it. Hold on. It's a way out. You think these are fresh for shrimp or frozen shrimp? Uh, <laughs> orgy. <laughs> Listen, we uh, we could use your support now more than ever. Royce is dying. 
I need and, to get uh, dual citizenship. He needs to get dual citizenship. Or I'll die. Only good doctor that can save him is an Israeli pedophile. It's really we have weird. to get over there. Uh, go to revengeofthesist.locals.com or click the join button. And for five bucks a month, you get to revel with us in probably the greatest autistic dating show I've ever seen in my life. And, new, dude, um, the new dude that we met yesterday? Great. He's so good. Fucking rules. Uh, but you got to check it out for only five bucks a month. And you get a movie riff, which I guess we'll figure out. Karate Kid 3. Karate Kid 3. I'm loving it. Uh, so, guys, sign up. Help us out. We could use a, we could use the five bucks a month. All right? We're cheap. We're whores. But we, you know, when you're a cheap whore, you need more clients to fuck you. Mm -hmm. So come fuck us. Please. Thank you. Right in our asses. We'll be right back. <laughs>
got this whole controversy is behind us. Yeah. And Peter, I'm glad you came to your senses. Me too. You know, we might even win an award for this. Really? Yeah, award voters love it when someone with a right-leaning viewpoint admits they're wrong. They declare it's good storytelling and character development. Ooh, like three billboards. And Green Book, Driving Miss Daisy. American History X. Yeah, all those, and many more. But can anyone name a single movie where someone on the left took on a more Republican-leaning viewpoint? Doesn't even have to have won an award, just has to exist. Anyone? Anything? Second hour, ROTC. Merch is doing drugs, everyone. He's doing drugs. You wow. would too if you had my life, kids. Doing fentanyl on air? Fucking I weird. Wish. Yeah, no. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm gonna give me some fent. We're not making fentanyl money on locals. I'm gonna do fent live on Nightwave. Okay? Oh, that sounds like a great idea. That'll be a very short Nightwave. Uh, mm. hi, uh, hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I got some stuff for you guys. Uh, Jewish people are going through something, I guess. I just can't with the Jew stuff anymore today. It's so much. It's so much. It's so. It's too much, really. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I thought this was great. Okay, so this is hilarious. Somebody. This is from a real thing. Okay, this is a. Uh, this is. A conservative, whatever, a conservative person in Canada questioning one of the people who the federal government gives money to, to, you know, to do con a contractor, right? Yeah. Problem is, is this contractor doesn't do anything. Federal government gives them money and then they subcontract. So they never actually do any work. No, of course. Middleman. Watch. Does, you th wait, does that flower shoot any sort of a substance? Like a clown. I don't know if it's going to make a Joker situation. Okay. I'm not sure. But if it is, probably acid. <laughs> or laughing gas. Yes. Here you go. You represent a two-person company that receives contracts and this then subcontracts. And you've received millions of dollars from taxpayers for the process of receiving contracts and then subcontracting. So what would you say you do here? <laughs> um, you, you speak about what do I do, but um, I have to go back to, you know, the beginning. Uh, what is it that you do for the government of Canada in exchange for millions of dollars? I don't know if it's exchange for millions of dollars because there's so much overhead to running a bricks and mortars business here in Ottawa. Uh, expenses relating to, you know, indigenous employees that I have. Uh, indigenous concerns. So you don't that we you don't have employees. There's two of you who I are do. partners. I do. Yeah, the, and they're indigenous. Two, two, you have two employees. That's what you and told the indigenous. committee earlier. Yes. Okay. That's correct. What is it that you do? <laughs> what you do in Inatech is you take the specifications from the customers and you bring them down to the software engineers. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is the exact right. scenario, by the way. Well, then I just have to ask, why couldn't the customers just? Take them directly to the, to the software people, huh? 
What is it that I do? I, I manage. What does your company do? I told you I'm good with the well, goddamn customer. So you're asking two things there, right? The the aspect of what I do is an, <laughs> is an executive on the board of directors for Dalian and looking at governance and the way that the company is, is run on a daily basis. And I've earned that by building the business over 23 years. Uh, but what do you do? What does your company do? What, what value does it produces, produce? What, what is it that you do? Our value add really is in the area of, of project management and contracts management as it relates to federal government contracting. In okay, the, so the federal government gives you a contract, you give the contract to somebody else, and you're telling me that the value you add, you, you, you subcontract to someone else, and you're telling me that the value you add is in the process of project management. So, so then you must physically bring it to the <laughs> software people. Well, no. My secretary no. is that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Uh, what, what would you say you do here? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I already told you, I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people <laughs> skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? So, so what do you on a, do? On a, on, a, yep, on a daily basis, that's true. The subcontractor does... He fucked this guy up by only saying one sentence to him. Over and over. The task authorization. And the all he has to do is give any sort of explanation. Ask the technical authority on a daily basis. But in behind all of that is all of the polarith of, you know, whether it's uh, security clearances and billing and ensuring that the actual contract, we're the prime on the contract. So we also, also ultimately are responsible for the over arching contract management of, of everything all this is on. gobbledygook well i understand that you're the prime on the contract but what he's asking of every day when you go to work what do you do what do you run me through your day <laughs> like for instance i've i've worked in corporate jobs before where i would have to answer for like what happens of course and it's like they go what do you do all right well i come in and you should get here around 15 minutes early i like to have my coffee my paper i settle in about boom, 8.59, I fire it up, boom, we do this, we run through contracts all day, we run stuff down to HR. Like, you, you have answers. Like, you, anyone who goes to work can tell you what they did yesterday at work. <laughs> Jim Edwards says, oh, yeah, this was for the Arrive Can app over COVID. Remember, they had that app to travel. This guy's company wasted millions of dollars to develop an app that would have cost a few grand to make. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so good. Track, which means that you collect the money. Um but if the federal government is uh, dealing directly with subcontractors, and if, uh, if, if, if there have been various problems along the way that have been identified in terms of, of the results anyways, uh, I'll ask it again. Uh, what do these words you're saying actually mean? What is it that you do here? <laughs> Well, I, I will pass this off to Colin. Uh, I'm actually interested in what you do first, Mr. Yao. That was, that's, and that, dude, the amount that's of money insane to me. that these government contractors get. Oh, no, it's, it's, get. it's so bloated and disgusting. And that's Canada. Forget about Canada. Imagine how much America fucking spends on all this dumb shit. Uh, Virgie, is this information you? released by the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office paints a disturbing picture? Four of the overdoses occurred inside Parkview High School. Three Opiate overdoses. 
Mississippi required administration of the anti-overdose drug Narcan, and two of those students also required CPR I mean, by school dude, staff. dude, it makes sense. Dude, am I, I swear to God, man, we used to fucking, like, snort Oxycontin in the back of the fucking class and, like, ISS and shit. That's wild, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember our generation, like, getting that into hard drugs. Like, and I was we, not I, into hard we, drugs we, in high school. Yeah, like, I didn't get, <clears throat> I didn't do cocaine. Maybe, maybe acid? Some acid, I guess, if I'm in high school. I think acid, I think like once. Once, I, once or twice, but it w- I never did a bunch. But mostly it was weed just weed. drinking and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird when I keep hearing all these like high school people are all on opiates now. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I didn't even dude, do cocaine until I was almost 20. I, I started doing fucking, like, oxys and Percocets and shit with, like, 15, 16. Were you in the Rockstar game bully? Like, how was your life <laughs> like this? <laughs> no, it's like normal school people now. It's like all these kids are on drugs. Nigga, we used yeah. to get real opanas with no curtains oh, it- on them, my dude. <laughs> I was smoking weed that had seeds in it. I was I yeah. graduated in 2000. No, we were also doing that, but we were doing oxygen. And then the seeds too. would explode in your pipe and scare you. You have no idea. That's so funny. You I remember the, that. Thing. The, weed is so pipe. good now. Pop. You're like, ah. Weed is so good now. It used to be so bad. Yeah, it really was bad. And we paid for it, too. Bro, hey. you would smoke a blunt and get a headache. Remember when your weed and your Newports crackled when you smoked them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember the crackling Newports. I, I, I remember to- smoking those and just being like, this feels safe. Doses appear to involve fentanyl, commonly found in the form of a counterfeit 30 milligram oxycodone pill that is blue. Okay, they they were trained to take oxys, but they were fentanyl. Okay, well, maybe you should have known something was wrong when they were selling you fucking 30 milligram oxys for like 10, 15 bucks a pop. Yeah. That should be your first giveaway. Yeah. (laughs) That's the funniest part, man. That's like, I started (laughs) like getting out of drugs right around when press pills started. They weren't commonplace, but they were starting to show up. And yeah, I always knew when somebody was like, yeah, man, I got some Oxy-30s right now. You get, like, two of them, I'll tell them uh, two for a dub. And you're like, Oxy, That's not right. Oxy-30s, two for a dub. Oxy-30s, you don't say, can I see them? Uh, and you're like, yeah, and you look at them, and they just look so crudely yeah. pressed. You're like, nah, thanks. Yo, I got Roxy's for 10 a pop. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I know a girl who was, like, 19 when she fucking died of that shit. Mm-hmm. They don't have to give and disclose the information about the specific name of the student, the grade, or any identifying information. No, no one's, nobody was no. asking that. We were more the parents need about to know how, like, that there is a fentanyl problem here at Parkview. Amy Riccardi is running for the Sterling District seat on the Loudoun nice County blazer. School Board. She says what are you, she a was magician. <laughs> She's gonna make the fentanyl disappear, you goofy bitch. Start fucking make her gut disappear. <laughs> Parkview for one of the school superintendent's listening sessions on October 12th, the day one of the overdoses took. What was the magazine? Tada! It was the, the Tada magazine, the only magazine by and for gay magicians. It was the rest of development. <laughs> oh. Tada <laughs> magazine. <laughs> Place. A student had to have Narcam and an AED used to revive them. That happened during the day, and that, that night insane. he was here for a listening. Did. I'm sorry, ma'am. Did you buy your jacket from a Red Dead Redemption DLC? <laughs> I, I'm trying to understand what you're she, doing here. She looks like the hotel owner in Deadwood. <laughs> yes, she does. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Fucking Christ. ...session and said nothing about it. The Loudoun County Sheriff's she, she was at She was a chaperone at Foghorn Lakehorn's prom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that looks like a jacket you wear to, like, a local harvest festival. Yeah. As a goof. Mm-hmm. About it. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says he it is looks like a- the hayride. Yes. 
additional resources to Parkview in order to identify the source and distribution of the drugs. The agency statistics show that there have been 18 juvenile opioid overdoses reported in Loudoun County so far this year. That's compared to 19 for all of 2022. In a statement, the superintendent of Loudoun County Public Schools talked about how the schools, the high schools are being... I guess, too, when we were younger, we're like, <clears throat> all the edgy stuff and all the songs that we would listen, they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to smoke weed. Weed was so edgy. It's I'm going to smoke blood. I'm going to smoke weed and drink and fuck bitches. And now songs like Molly Percocet. And it's like they're literally telling you how to take harder and harder drugs. Well, not to mention, like, there was that whole era of, like, little peep rappers. Yeah. That were just like, yeah, just eat Xanax and die at 15. <coughs> wish I had God, I wish they would. I wish I had that option. But that was like the worst genre of music was that emo rap where they were like, oh, you're 15. You should be really, really sad and do drugs. You're like, Jesus Christ, like the best time of their life. What are you doing? <laughs> Relax. Plenty of time to get hooked on op opioids in your 30s. You're 15. Go watch some Fred videos or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Remember Fred? <coughs> that kid that would scream all the time. Remember that? It was Fred, yeah, right? Yeah, like pitch his voice up and yeah. shit and... A young girl that finds herself in danger while trick-or-treating in Anne Arundel County. She ran home to get help from her mom, and a man followed her. Let's get the details from Homa. She's in the newsroom with what led up to that encounter. Whoa, Steve, really, you? Uh, Did you get followed? Because I would follow you. I'd follow her. That's a hot Indian woman. <laughs> that is a hot Indian woman. Here, a night of trick-or-treating, almost taking this tragic turn. Police in Severance say a young girl was trick-or-treating at 66-year-old Cedric Payne's. She has a weird mouth, though home Tuesday night when he licked her ear. He allegedly then followed her home Whoa, and tried to get inside of her house. Her mom pushing him when out. When they said pull the gun, <laughs> I thought he had a handgun on him or something. This guy was going around ready to go like fucking the Punisher. He took out a gun, pulled the trigger. The gun did not go off. Police arrested him at his home where they Yo. found several firearms. Oh, He's okay, they were at his home. He wasn't walking around with all. <laughs> Jesus, two long guns? Salt and... Yeah, your inventory slot's gonna be full. Mm-hmm. Weapons charges. So That's just right. He, pull, he pointed the gun at the mother and pulled the trigger. Luckily, it was a Taurus. Back <laughs> to you, Bob. It's there, Steve. Eric. Dude, I, wonder, I wonder what. Damn. Damn, fucking DJ Khaled. Yeah. It's uh, problems for you. <coughs> Imagine in East Oakland where black children thrive. Imagine. In yeah, you're going to replace them with white children? <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry. I had to. It was there. Joke was, I had to. Listen, had to black, black children are capable of thriving. It just has to be no more than two of you per class. Mm -hmm. Or five of you playing basketball. Imagine in East Oakland where black children thrive. Imagine in East Oakland that where keeps I'm not going to die. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing commercial. She's like, imagine in East Oakland that I'll make it out of alive by 18. Imagine in East Oakland where black children thrive. Imagine in East Oakland that keeps their hopes alive. Imagine in East Oakland where opportunities flourish. You want to blow your nose? Dreams come true. Oh, she has a great smile. That <coughs> no, she doesn't. Don't lie to she her. Has braces. That is the mission of Rise East, a community-led initiative to help the community of East Oakland. And it's just received a major commitment. We need a white kid for this. Can you find one? We're going to have to go to San Francisco to get one. Yeah, but we'll get, we'll we'll get a white from kid. Oakland. Yeah. From an anonymous donor, 10 What a bunch million. of hoops that he is. Make, sure, make sure the audience thinks she fucks blacks. Anonymous donor pledged $10 million to improve East Oakland. I'm thinking Ted Danson because I watch Curb.
Yeah, I think it's, it's Ted whenever Danson. Whenever it's anonymous. It's Ted Danson. And dollars. Here for tonight's Neighbor to Neighbor segment is Selena Wilson. Oh, $10 million. Congratulations. Oakland's fixed. Man pledges $10 million anonymously to fix East Oakland. <coughs> In related news, man qualifies for Ripley's Believe It or Not's record for biggest waste of fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> CEO of the East wow, Oakland. $10 million to help Oakland. And they stole it. Center and leader of Rise East. Thank and you so much, Selena, good. for taking the time. Wow, $10 million. I mean, how do you feel about this contribution? Well, I'm really glad they gave us $9 million. It was like really nice. We just sent like $700 billion to mm -hmm. two foreign countries to fight wars, and we're like, we're nutting our pants over $10 million for a city not, that's not irreparable by an anonymous donor. And how exactly will it help your organization? Oh, it and it's really. Oh, your organ. How yo, no, 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 let's hear that. I want to hear it helps your organization important mission thank you so much we are tremendously grateful for this support not only does this 10 million dollar pledge in and of itself ensure that we have resources that support this well we don't want to say who the anonymous donor is but i'll give you a hint he has doctor in his name collective impact effort that our organization the east oakland youth development Yo, what? These bitches. Dr. Dre. Oh, he's not from Oakland. That's why I was confused. Center. I was trying to think involved. of like a specifically like a in, Bay Area. In, along with. It was actually David Duke. Uh, several other partner wow. organizations. Shocking. Uh, he wanted to prove a point. These bitches are flipping out because no one's ever donated to them and now they have to figure out what they actually do there. No yeah. one's ever bought these bitches a drink, Virgie. No. They're gonna, right, they're gonna put bro. up. They're gonna put up a couple basketball hoops, pocket the money, and call it a day. But it also is helping us to unlock a fifty million dollar match from a national funder, and so this is just one. Look at that killer's row. Step closer to securing those additional dollars for this. <coughs> yeah, right, I still that, haven't that heard what to fix it. I still haven't heard what they're doing. I've heard about now getting more money. What do you yeah, do with the money? collective impact effort that's amazing so you're saying this 10 million could ultimately lead to 60 million dollars do, oh wow great what do you do group that's correct and in fact we're actually working and then we're gonna go for a hundred what do you do what are you doing with the money raising 50 million dollars just for that 50 million dollars match we are, so listen we match. are we are a minute and 40 seconds into this i've we heard don't know 10 million dollars and i've heard 50 million dollars both have been said well she just said 50 million dollars in like rapid succession just now what do you do totaling 100 million dollars and so we are 10 million dollars what do you do fucking donor. throw this at the and tv thanks right the support now. of <laughs> other committed funders including Kaiser oh my Finite. god but what do you do with it? She's, She's good with the youth. <laughs> and several others were actually about halfway towards our goals. If you guys aren't following, hit the follow button. We're almost at 40K. That's we great. Now, at this point, $25 million to uh, closer towards our goal with the support of this $10 million. What are you doing with it? Yes. You, want, you guys want to hear another number? Just fucking, that's all this is. It's just you saying number. What do you do here? Oh, yeah, we're like 10. 25, 50, Anonymous donation. <laughs> yeah, it really is something. Talk a little bit about what Rise East is about and what you have planned for this community. Okay, Certainly, here we go. Rise East is a 10-year comprehensive okay. 
strategic plan okay. that brings together okay. several organizations that have been steeped in doing community work. Like? Everything from early childhood education, okay. prenatal care, really thinking about the holistic person all the way from inception through schooling. Conception. So here's what we're going to do. No, it's Inception because they're all dream babies. Oh, so DACA dreamers. That's why I never fly commercial. I'm afraid we get Incepted. <laughs> um, so you're going to. Th this is why I, I. Oh, my God. So you're going to go find a bunch of local charities that do some stuff. And you're going to give them a little pittance, a little taste. And then you're going to pocket the rest of the money. Is what you're doing. Careers into old age. So it's going to cover housing learning supports, career supports, all of these comprehensive services that, that we know that it takes in order for a person to not only thrive, but live with joy and prosperity. So, so you're bullshitting. So you're lying. Wow. None of that's happening, is it? No, it's Oakland. And for our community. Someone just pointed out she's doing with the Donald Tenno point. She's doing the other person. So she's not even doing it. She subcontracts with these other organizations mm -hmm. with yeah. the money. And there's a lot of overhead. Mm -hmm. To be whole. And, uh, and that Alicia's garage door open, her hair doesn't come fucking cheap. To help close the gap against some of the disparities we know that our community in East Oakland has faced for so long, which is one of the this reasons. This is why like, I'm so disgusted with 501c3s and I don't trust charities anymore to the point where I've even had people come to me and say, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you have the other channel now. You've actually done enough to help animals that you could technically start a 501c3 and you could run it legit. And I was like, I want nothing to do with my name being anywhere near a 501c3 because I'm so jaded and cynical that I know most other people will just look yeah. at it and be jaded. I don't want tax-free, like, oh, I'm, I'm raising money behind this idea of help and I'm lying and I'm leasing a Mercedes. I, I, I don't want anything to do with it. I was like, nah, I was going to run a brand. I'll give out to some people I know locally that are cool. We'll help some animals and shit, but I want it because it always becomes like a, and then we get the $10 million grant, but then you get 50 and then they'll match it to a hundred. What do you do? Well, we're strategically bringing uh, resources together through synergy and helping to uplift uh, the community in. Sounds in like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> That's a reverse funnel system, oh. right? We have identified <laughs> this particular 40 by 40 block area in East Oakland given the disparate outcomes our community faces here. Yeah, so so really the plan is to form a black cultural zone. Can you tell us a little Yeah, it's called Oakland and it's failing miserably. Yeah, black cultural zone was a cut was a was a cut zone in Sonic 2 actually. <laughs> Did you know that? Tails was in a lowrider? Yeah, it was uh it was Knuckles cut. was screaming the n-word. It was cut because uh nobody could get through the level alive. Yeah. I thought it no. was too hard for the game. Kept fucking dying. Sonic just kept dying. A little bit more about what that might look like. As soon as you start. Yes. Look like. Absolutely. The Black Cultural Zone is a roughly 40 by 40 block area. Yeah, it's called Oakland. Again, I don't know what you mean. The Black Cultural Zone Collaborative consists of over three dozen black led organizations that foster everything from arts and culture. They meet when they wake up around one. Dude, if we outlawed all of these NGOs tomorrow, <clears throat> we would all be millionaires by next year. Oh, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so I found something they do. What do they do? <clears throat> I don't like the tone. Okay. 
So this is a little bit of a. This is. A, I'm go. gonna have to send you a couple links. All right. So here's the first one. All right. Where are you at? There you are. So pull that up. That's a flyer for their 2020 Oakland Progressive uh, Progressives Party. Oh. All right. All right. Okay. Let's check it out. So all this money's just gonna end up going to Act Blue. I, oh, it gets so much worse than you think. In like 30 seconds. Just give me, give me, give me a moment, buddy. <laughs> All right, so, so there's you're, so, the flyer. You're, so you're paying for this, okay? Scroll down to the flyer now. Read no, go back up to the top because you're gonna miss it real quick. Read that top. Read the top part. Oakland Progressive Party, a celebration of Jessiman Sabag's transition from Oakland Rising. What? A farewell tribute to Jessiman Sabag for her 12 years of visionary leadership and celebration of our collective work to unite and raise the voices of working class families of color in Oakland. Okay. D they're celebrating her transition. I just sent you another link. That's Jessica. That's Jessica. Oh, <laughs> so this is all just tranny comedy. Oh, gobbledygook. okay. So it's ten. <laughs> 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 they were they they took a bunch of money and they called the party the Progressives Party, so that they could say, "Oh yeah, it's political. That's what it's a political party. It's business. It's charity." <laughs> So that they could throw a party for this tranny tucking their cock. Money well spent, I say. That's what they do. To work in wealth building and all of and these then, things. And, and so then that person who's actually up there, which is a tranny white guy, <laughs> sends out his little black chick to talk to the news. So they think that it's a bunch Bro, of Bro, I love... I love West Coast hyper-liberalism. It's the best <laughs> time. It's the greatest thing ever. It's the best it's, kind. It's like IRL Demolition Man. It's Dude, so great. It doesn't great. matter if it's women's sports or it's BLM or it's any of these. Like, like it's always some white man at the top. <laughs> the way it should be. Now a story you'll see only on KDKA. Yet another social media influencer accused of entering the abandoned and condemned Century 3 Mall. Jennifer Barrasso is live. We know it was an okay. Ian because it was in America. So trespass, it's a trespass. I mean, let's move on. Why is this a fucking news story? More from the West Mifflin police chief, Jen. That's exactly right, Ken. Well, the chief tells me that a tip came in, a Facebook <coughs> video of what they say is an Oklahoma man who came into the former Century 3 mall and they say that he travels across the country abroad. He has nearly 3 million followers on TikTok. And Ken, he came here to West Mifflin, they say. Oh, I know who this guy is. This, these are yeah, the dudes that go to abandoned guy. malls. Yeah, I, think it's, I think their videos are cool. Like, they're technically breaking the law. Technically, but, but they're not stealing anything. They usually just go to film the, the rundown malls. I think those videos are actually pretty cool. I have an idea for the news. Instead of having this whole big discussion about this you know, epidemic of TikTokers breaking into the malls and doing all this shit. Why don't we discuss why all the malls are dead and condemned? Yeah, why don't we why talk about we, that? Why don't we have a discussion about how we got here? Because, you know, well, I, I remember growing up in a time when that cocksucker wouldn't have been able to find an abandoned mall to go fucking look through. Saying the <laughs> phrase abandoned mall is one of the most dystopian fucking things on the planet. No, dude. no, 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 Virgie. Abandoned condemned mall. Abandoned, imagine, condemned imagine, mall. <laughs> imagine going back to the 80s and trying to explain to somebody the concept of an abandoned mall. See, see, 
But I feel like you're downplaying the condemned part. You see, an abandoned <laughs> mall just means, yeah, well, we shuttered it a few years back. But hey, you know what? One or two big box stores, one AMC theater, a Longhorn Steakhouse. We could get this a Forever 21. We can turn this thing around. We just need a developer. No, abandoned and condemned means it's been it's abandoned for business for so long. But the city is also so poor it can't even <laughs> it can't fix its mall <laughs> West Mifflin police charged this man good YouTuber thank god we got him off the streets Carter it, Banks also, also known and you as guys, Big you guys Banks. have worked in malls right yeah the, you, you go in the back of a mall it's not like that's a, an expensive structure no it's all plasterboard and they're all like literally like modular things that can be moved around. Remember the guy that lived in a mall? There was yeah. that video where the guy lived in a mall for like a year. It was an abandoned mall, and he was like saving money, and it was brilliant. And every night he'd sneak into the mall and go into that hidden, like you said, the employee area yeah. that used to be there, but there was nothing there. And he would just go back there and go into this little crawl space area, and he had a hot plate. He still had electric and water running in there. So he had water and electric and all that shit. I was like, that's pretty smart. West Mifflin police charged this man, YouTuber and social media influencer Carter Banks, also known as Big Banks, with criminal and defiant trespass. This is pink. Oh, this is pink. My bad. <laughs> so. They say the 26-year-old from Oklahoma traveled to the vacant Century 3 Mall last See, month. See, like, this and is cool. Somehow... I've watched these videos before. Yeah, like, Royce said so they're kind of cool. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, they're kind of sad, but... That's pretty much all this guy does, is what it seems like. Yeah, all he does is IRL vaporwave. Why are you fucking with my mans? Yeah. Broke in, and the video ended up on social media. West Mifflin Police Chief Gregory McCullough. We're not sure where he entered. I believe he entered uh, around the old Stephen Berry store. But who cares? It's condemned. Who cares? Who fucking cares? When I was a kid, we used to go to the condemned building sometimes to play paintball and shit. You know yeah, what I mean? We used to break in all kinds of Who shit when I was a shit? kid. The only way for him to enter that mall would be to have to rip down um, <coughs> plywood or, 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 or break in. The chief ex so? explained how his detective linked banks to the mall. We were able to ID him video Facebook page and his Instagram page. Um... And then we were able to get his name and a positive ID. Uh, we were able to. You guys must have nothing else going on. Huh? No one saw police haven't been able to identify in the video the person narrating a tour and following banks. Looks like we have a leaking problem. So many puddles here. Yo, mad respect to my man if he doesn't give up his camera. Man. Court right here. KDK first told you about a trio from Ohio charged with trespassing and a Claritin man. And before that, a teen fell through the roof and was hospitalized. In the summer, West Mifflin's police chief testified that since February 2019, there have been vandalism and destruction calls. One maintenance worker reported a person had a... Wow, it's almost like the destruction of society in the common community places that we used to gather really fucks people up, huh? Yeah. Right? Right here, this is kind of what he does. Here, uh, here you go. This is kind of what he does. Yeah, I've I've seen some of his stuff and before, and it's pretty good. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, shit. I think this is the one. This is the same one. This would have been the food court. Yeah, yeah this is the same one. It is. It's really wet. 
it's kind of weird that it's just sitting there with like fucking wet. Then did fucking all right, fine. You know what? You do tear it down. But that's what but, I said but, earlier. But, 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 but this, like, fuck the you, city you, doesn't even have the money to do that. It's you like, leave this fucking eyesore of a reminder of a better time. Like, fuck off. Like, honestly, who gives a shit? That guy's documenting. Look, I understand. Fuck the government. There. Take back our malls. I agree. I yeah. agree. Become ungovernable. Jesus Christ. But it's so funny. How it's these... Pittsburgh. You're not going to tell me that's the worst thing going on in Pittsburgh. And also, you're going to arrest fucking people for breaking into a mall making a YouTube video, but then you're not going to arrest homeless people in tent cities doing fentanyl. Why don't you just put all the tent cities in the malls? Yeah. Think yeah, about and then it. blow them all up. Think about it. Just give, give them the malls. Wouldn't that be fine? Would you, would you rather, if next time we have to go to like Austin or something, mm -hmm. right? Would you rather a bunch of people just like literally like breaking out tinfoil with fentanyl in front of the Capitol building in oh, beautiful yeah. downtown? Or would you rather them all stick them off on a mall somewhere off I ninety five? Yeah, good point. You know, get them out of fucking sight. Go let it, do your fent in the old mall in the old food court. <laughs> it's the talker of the day. DoorDash warning customers: the next time you order food, if you don't tip, you may be left with a cold meal. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's I, how it works. I, I, that's right. The fuck they, are you talking about? They're gonna go give the person the food that gave him more money i always get hot food i tip well <coughs> it yep. comes to me first usually unless they're an Quarter asshole shell mm -hmm. geely looks at the warning and why dashers may take extra time to deliver your food i started since 8 30 this morning it's hector negretti's 10th doordash delivery of the day this one is in irvine for a customer who ordered chick-fil-a imagine and not tipping in like irvine california i know like in california where the you know everybody's like struggling to pay all their fucking overhead to not tip some oh you scumbag it's pronounced california california or he's even made the food drop negretti knows he's getting a tip pretend this is my order if i didn't put a tip in right now what would you do spitting it i'm sorry it's spitting it it's spitting it I was just rejecting, decline it, and then wait for something else. Yeah, they can reject it. If they see there's no tip, they'll just reject it. Better. DoorDash has begun alerting customers by way of a pop-up message on the app that their food... Hey, look, we don't pay our drivers enough money, the subcontractor that we don't give medical or anything to. So you really, if you fucking people on the user end, you got to give more money to these people that we should be paying. And the restaurants are paying us for. May arrive sooner if drivers... all your Uber drivers will be dark. <coughs> know ahead of time that they'll be receiving a tip dashers according to us you know what some people do though with uber eats and stuff they'll they put the tip, tip in front they tip and bait. then when, when the food gets there they change the tip yeah they tip bait it's yeah. fucked up Folks, i'll only do that if you're fucking off with my shit i yeah. i have reduced tips before <laughs> but only when it's like i can clearly see you're driving like off the thing you're, you're double dashing you probably got an uber eats thing you're ignoring my shit and i tipped well I'll take one or two bucks off if you're going to go drive around for 20 minutes with my hot food. But other than that, yeah, I don't tip bait. That's fucked up. If I, if I put, like, let's say a $5, $6 tip and I watch you and you go to the restaurant and you come right the fuck to me, that's fucked up to, like, take money off. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that. And people do that. It's scummy. Full freedom to accept or reject offers based on what they view as valuable and rewarding, while the vast majority of customers do leave a tip offers that don't include a tip can be seen as less desirable leading to longer wait times for customers Good. yes is it like more of an incentive to um to get the food much quicker um if 
It depends on the app. It'll yeah, tell it's you literally right tips. Uh, literally, it stands for to ensure prompt service. Case. Yep, and then that's you'll be what it is. Get it right there. If not, if it's not worth it, I just don't take it, the order. Some customers say they tip, but wait until they get the delivery. Because it's about service, right? So I don't tip for something I haven't received yet. So I've got to receive it. Oh, no, you don't tip because you're black. Correctly. They follow instructions, and then I'll tip. And I bet, it's, I bet it's a, let me guess. A, people that think like you, oh, I bet it's really a tip. Like, forget the fact that he's a black yeah. guy. If you were a white person say that, you'd go, oh, I bet you're a really generous tipper when they get it. <laughs> yeah. As long as you get it here, follow every single instruction, then I'll agree to it. Oh, yeah, you're a fun yeah, But you person. could always change the tip later, like Mersh said. If you could always change it later. No, but this, that's... No, that's exactly, which is why this guy is just a shitty tipper. That's one of those dudes that literally, and you've seen this, Roy. It's like, you and I have had rare situations where we've had to say, excuse me, this absolutely 100% was not cooked the way I want it. Can you please send it back? Bring me another one, whatever. That's different. But you know people, and you've gone out with them, and I've gone out with them, where they walk in, and they automatically, they're going, yeah. The salt shaker, the salt and pepper shakers are uneven. There's like less salt and pepper. Yeah. You know what? They didn't bring me out a napkin. They didn't bring out the extra napkins I asked for. That's a little bit off. Dude, there are people like that out there. They're psychotic. They literally itemize every little perceived inconvenience. And by the end of it, they're like, well, didn't bring the extra napkins out. <laughs> and uh, I do believe I was waiting for a drink for like five minutes at one point. So it's 11%. And you're like, you fucking people like that. I will never be caught dead going out with you. I want that known. We go out and you do that shit. Last time I'm ever going to be seen in public with you. There's going to be an improvement on the delivery method for consumers that want to opt in the tip faster. I, I could see why that would be beneficial, but is that an improvement to the current process or do those that choose not to do that now have to take a back seat? With the price of gas, DoorDash... Rose, is that you? ...driver Cornelius Landarto says... Come on, these are made-up names. It's Cornelius Landarto. Cornelius Landardo sounds like a name you He's make a red guard. Prank call. He's a red guard. <laughs> oh, is that, <laughs> that sounds like a character Hunter S. Thompson would meet. <laughs> I was gonna say too. It also sounds like a Starfield character. Like that, yeah. You have to go to yeah. You have to go to Cheyenne and see Cornelius Landardo to get your mission report. It's it's like it's like a Wes Anderson name. Yes. If too far, it's too far. Frozen. Uh, and I saw like a oh, there is no tip. I refuse it. Is he Filipino, Frozen? He looks sounds Filipino. Mm. Lindardo is a very Filipino-y sounding it, it, Frozen, name. is Lindardo Filipino? I'm feeling, I'm getting <laughs> Filipino. If, uh, uh, I saw even though it's close, but I saw like a, even one dollar or two dollar, I accept. It a, that's, that sounds, I'm, I'm trying to learn. That sounds Filipino to me. But it's close distance. It's close distance. Intervine, Michelle Geely, KCAL News. Yeah, what a great news story about something we already all knew. If you're a shitty tipper, you're going to get shitty service. It's yeah. literally to ensure prompt service. This is why you usually tip early, especially like if you go to a casino, like Royce does, like if you're going to sit down for a bit and you want them to keep bringing your drinks, just give her a dub right away. Be like, here you go, yeah. thanks for the... Because then they come around faster and you get stuff. But if you go, here's a dollar... <laughs> Thanks a lot. They're going to go, yeah, I'm not walking past here again for at least another hour and a half. I want to say some people in the chat, there's a few people like, don't let strangers handle your food. That's disgusting. Hey, idiots. Strangers are making your food, too. Mm -hmm. you, you know that, right? Like, no. once you're in a restaurant, a stranger, a waiter, waitress, stranger is handling your food and bringing it to you. Do you think that they're 
more honorable than Uber drivers? Yeah. You think they've, you ever been in the back? You ever been in the kitchen? You ever been in the kitchen of a place? You ever worked in a kitchen? You're worried about some fucking Filipino guy bringing a sealed bag to your house, but you're not worried about the fucking two Haitians that are cooking your Chinese meal? Yeah, Layla, relax. You think I want to eat a fucking meatloaf every night? Sometimes I want to go out. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you, nuts? I understand you treat yourself every other Sunday at Cracker Barrel, but why don't you calm down? <laughs> she said the food is in their car, and who knows what they're doing to it. Do you think they're fucking my Chick-fil-A? Like, <laughs> The food is in their car. Okay, but explain to me what the difference is between some short-order cook from Bangladesh Making your food in the back of the restaurant, and they tape the fucking bag shut anyway. It's really no. I'm just saying, like, if you don't want to, <laughs> if you don't want to use it, it's fine, right? I don't care. I get it. I you have your own thing, but to pretend like unless you're cooking, unless you're growing your food yourself, strangers are fucking with your food. This person sounds like a lunatic. <laughs> like just who knows what they're doing to my food in their Honda Civic? I don't know. Probably driving. Can I ask your question? Have you ever ordered a pizza before? Forget before Uber Eats. Before Uber Eats and before all this, have you ever ordered a pizza? <laughs> You know it has to travel in their car. Hello, Domino's. Yeah, I'm almost positive somebody fucked this pizza. And I'm not paying for it. Oh, wait. No, sorry. That was my big sausage pizza. Sorry. I apologize for that. Um, I think somebody jacked off on my marinara dips, my my twi- my dip and twists. Hey, you I walk- haven't opened <laughs> them. And you, walk in, you walk into the Domino's with an angry face and you go, hey, I look around. I ask you a question. Will you fuck my pizza? <laughs> Did you fuck my pizza? <laughs> Did you fuck my pizza? <laughs> because look, I get we get home dump and stuff, but which one of you motherfuckers fucked my pizza? Hey, one of your drivers, I think, uh, I ordered Krispy Kreme delivered, and I'm pretty sure he just came all over my donuts. Yeah. And they're like, no, so, sir, that's... Oh, is that... They come like they that? They come like that? It's gross. Oh, my God. So they come on the donuts at the Krispy Kreme. So, wait, at what it. point in the process is someone coming on my donuts? <laughs> <laughs> And they go, sir, that's the glaze. And I go, well, then explain why it smells like bleach. <laughs> <laughs> sir, that's sir, that's your mustache. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize. That one's on me, okay? Hey, why does this donut smell like the glory hole I go to? <laughs> All kidding aside, it is, it is always funny whenever I have to call, complain about something, and then I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And they go, no, sir, it's right next to the... And you go, oh. Yeah, I, well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Kids, come yeah. on. Move on mom, my way now. Hey, Mom, it's it's Wednesday. It's, can we order a pizza? Are you kidding me? It has to be in some stranger's car. Yeah. No pizza for you. No children. No child of mine's going to eat pizza that came out of a stranger's vehicle. <laughs> Not in this day and age. Have you ever heard Chinese food? Like, I'm just wondering. Do you live your entire life just driving to delivery places? And even then, like you said, they're still handling your food at that point. I'm not point. saying order delivery all the time, but, like, that never bothered me. Because, to me, it's like, if I trust a pizza guy to bring it, I trust some fucking guy. You know, it's, what's the difference? Especially if you tip good and everything. You don't expect there to be any It's the issues. same people. Yeah, you know, good yeah. tip. You're coming from close. They're not going to look at you and go, I'm going to fuck his food. I've never ordered Uber Eats and had a glitter bomb explode when I opened my Chick-fil-A bag. <laughs> you know? And if I did, I'd kind of respect That'd it. That'd be kind of cool. I'd kind of cool. respect yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, for the last time, we did not come in your Polynesian sauce. There was a hole in it. All I'm saying is there was a hole in it. It looked tampered with. (laughs) The safety seal was open, motherfucker. We're a Christian restaurant. Um, Oh, man. Oh, fuck. All right, anyway. um, 
Let's go to Black Uber Lyft. Uber and Lyft have agreed to pay hundreds of millions of dollars for shortchanging drivers. Plus, Starbucks is reporting record sales as companies buy pricier, as customers rather buy pricier specialty drinks. And they shortchange their employees. Mm -hmm. ABC News business reporter Alexis Christophers has more on that and your other business headlines. Alexis, what are you watching today? Watching Uber and Lyft because this is a major settlement for rideshare drivers. In fact, the New York Attorney General is calling it the largest wage theft settlement for her office. Uber and no, the biggest wage theft ever is taxes in New York City specifically. We should sue the government. Mm -hmm. Lyft agreeing to pay a combined $328 million for withholding money from drivers, $290 million from Uber, $38 million from Lyft. The state saying the companies wrongly deducted certain taxes and fees from drivers' payments between 2013. That's pretty fucked, actually. That's actually really fucked if they're doing that. And 2017, eligible drivers can now file a claim to receive back pay and okay, mandatory. To get a $68 check. Yeah, ooh, yeah. yay. So excited. And the Please. lawyers are going to get $200 million of this $300 million. Well, then they tax million. you on, then New York's going to tax you on the settlement. Mm -hmm. Uber and Lyft say they've been advocating for pay protections for drivers for years. Lyft adding it never violated any laws. More customers stopped by Starbucks last quarter to pick up pricier drinks, and that gave a big boost to the coffee chain's bottom you line. Know, did, you watch, did you watch Danny and, and uh, Ryan's new video, Boomers, talking about when you should buy a house? <laughs> fucking, let me pull that one up. It fucking murdered mm. me. Uh, let me see. I think I retweeted it because uh, it's, it's kind of related to this, and it, it reminded me. Uh, here you go. Here you go. Are you here? Okay, so they, they they've been they've been doing these uh, these little skits like on like their show before that you know before they uh, do their normal like thing. Here you go. You hear a lot of millennials griping about how difficult it is to buy a home right now. Yeah. But what they don't realize is that real estate's all about finding the right time to buy, which in my instance was 30 years ago. People always ask me, Bill, how'd you time the market so perfectly? And for me, I knew the exact time to buy was when I turned 27, just got married in 1990. I was working at the GM plant at the time, put down 18K on a 90K property, and that is now worth 600K. You know, <laughs> so instead of buying avocado toast, I went ahead and looked at the landscape and then was purposely avocado. born. 30 years prior to that into a generation that had a much better wealth creation engine. It's about timing your birth as much as it is about timing the market. You might have also noticed the price of college degrees going up at a time when more employers are requiring those college degrees, which is precisely the reason I chose to not be born in that era and carry that debt. But you'll notice a lot of millennials are too lazy to do that and they just end up being born when they're born. That's a huge mistake. And look, you need to have the discipline to make mistake. sure that your generation <laughs> encourages government policy to drive the prices up to increase your wealth while suppressing the wealth of the next generation. That's another thing I use my market timing abilities to avoid being on the receiving end of. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy that made 500K on a single real estate deal. <laughs> Haven't done it again since. One and done retirement with the perfect record. That's the way to do it. I as well am batting a thousand with the one primary residence I purchased. Are you here? Jesus, dude. It's, it's so, so on, fucking true. I love these guys, man. They're my favorite. I like that I made $500,000 on one real estate deal, and I never did it again. One and done. <laughs> and here's a update, update of Tonight, a North Dakota woman accused of poisoning her long-term boyfriend with antifreeze as part of an alleged plot to inherit part of a $30 million fortune. According to an arrest affidavit, These Ina Thea Kunoyer told 
that Your was old Stephen Riley. That was the only photo they had of them together. The one when he's grabbing her boob. Mm -hmm. Are you fucking serious, NBC News? Are you fucking with me right now? Junior have, have been drinking. Thirty million dollars to his name. Yeah, an inheritance. Oh, All day, and had heat stroke after he fell ill and lost consciousness on September third. The affidavit says, "Can how could he have heat stroke that he was drinking antifreeze?" Dude, look at these fucking sloppy messes. Moyer's friends told police she had made comments about wanting to poison him before. And then an autopsy showed ethylene glycol in Riley's system, a key ingredient in antifreeze. We had received phone calls from some of the victim's friends who <laughs> told us that uh, they believed that he was possibly poisoned by Why can't people just shut up? Like, if you want to kill somebody, just shut up. They don't even look for, trust me. They don't look for antifreeze. If you want to kill somebody with antifreeze and they have a high-risk lifestyle, they're not going to check for antifreeze. This dumb bitch, like everybody else that's ever been caught with antifreeze, did something. It had to say something. To say. Yeah. Why do you have to go, you know, I really just want to kill my bitch of a wife. And then, you, and then she dies. Like, just, just do it. Just do it. So uh, we started the investigation at that point. According to the University of Florida Health, antifreeze, which is used in car radiators, is colorless, odorless, and can even taste sweet. So you, we needed the University of Florida Health to tell us that was something we've known forever? Yeah, I, I know to keep dogs away from antifreeze <clears throat> yeah. puddles. Making it easy to thing. disguise in drinks. Authorities say traces of the substance were found inside the couple's home. There were a couple containers. One was a Windex bottle. The other one was a beer bottle. Believed to have uh, antifreeze in them. According to the affidavit, friends say that Riley believed he was about to inherit $30 million and told them he was going to leave Knoyer, who believes she was owed part of the money because she had been with him for 10 years. Why does everyone talk to everyone else <coughs> about your shitty plans? Idiot. Just shut up. There was a belief that if he wasn't in the picture, that she would be entitled to any settlement money uh, through that common law marriage. That... That's not how it works. I've changed as the, the investigators informed her that we don't have common law marriage in North Dakota. Police also revealing there may have been no money after all. <laughs> That's the best part. What a twist. What a twist. Oh, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, everything that we have indicates that it, that that settlement doesn't exist. There wasn't a, a long lost rich relative or any other type of settlement that would lead to thirty million dollars going in the direction of of the victim. But that was the belief. Uh, both parties believed that and. Um, had discussed it with friends, discussed it with family members. This is just the latest case in a string of alleged poison plots. Connor Bowman, a former Mayo Clinic doctor, in court today on second-degree murder charges for the death of his wife, Betty Bowman. Prosecutors have accused him of poisoning her with a drug to treat gout in an alleged effort to claim $500,000 from a life insurance policy. Bro, what is I'm going to <laughs> and in Utah, Corey Richens awaiting trial. Oh, this bitch is horrible. This bitch was so horrible. Allegedly poisoning her husband with fentanyl for life insurance money before she wrote a children's book about grief. She didn't write a children's book, by the way. She, she has paid a company to write a children's book for, for her. her. Right. Denied those allegations. As for Kanoyer, her bail has been set at $1 million and she will be arraigned on December way. 7th. If convicted, she faces life in prison without parole. She reminds me of Pam from The Office. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, Pam can get it though. But that's what I mean. She's cute, just not in a you know because we we see all these fucking mega thoughts on these fucking oh news channels. God. But she's kind of a cute in a plain way. Gracie Edward, my old hookup was a pharmacy tech in a podunk town. It took years for her to get caught skimming people, but man, things hit the fan hard when she did. Thousands of prescription felonies. Iris Serpent, uh, pigs ruin all the fun. The mall was abandoned. What were they going to steal? I agree. That was so stupid. That's if they it. were trashing, if they were making videos of trashing the malls, I'd be like, yeah, fucking lock them up. But, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, Let's get out of here. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Let's get the fuck Night out of here. Nightwave tonight at 10. Brap, brap. Subscribe to Nightwave Radio on Rumble. We finally hit over 4K subs. Uh, the Bad Luck Boys, subscribe to them as well. And then, uh, hey, Virgie, <laughs> are you streaming tonight? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Bye.